Richard Silverland Hand. M20 has been out since February. Uh, now Wizards of the Coast have joined Samsung and released their own crossover product, M20. You can't text as much as flavor text. If it needs a charge, you might have to use a Cavalier. And for future updates, deck builders, toolkits, bundles, and planeswalker packs are available. Get a case and bust it open. With a Samsung, you very much buy a case so it won't bust open when you drop it on the toilet floor. This is Sevenland Hand. Joining me on the podcast today, the chaps with the apps in caps. And by that, I mean capital letters, not like you're wearing caps, none of that. Billboard style. <laughs> Aaron, he says his body is a temple and he calls his girlfriend Milady. Graham. I'm also wearing chaps. Ah. Assless chaps. I was wondering whose horse that was that. strapped yeah. up outside. And Kean, he says his body is cryptic and he calls his girlfriend Cave. DeVries Turnell. That's a dig. I don't have a girlfriend. You've probably had to dig that cave that you... <laughs> yeah, it's just at the back of the cave. <laughs> the You've drawn cave. her on the wall. <laughs> oh, no. That's, in your bearskins. That's, covered that's in... why you don't have a girlfriend. It's the smelly bearskins oh. that you're wearing. Uh, anyway, tonight I'm playing the part of Evolving Wilds. Smith. Miss Smith. Mm. Anyway, gentlemen, what's <clears> been happening in your respective worlds of geek since last we spoke? Spider-Man Far From Home is really good. Yeah, you watched it? Yeah, I really liked it. I didn't like it one bit. Really? I liked it a fair cool. bit, but I just got a bit overwhelmed. I'm, I'm, I think I'm at the end of my enjoying... Um, MCU. Yeah, and superheroes. Oh. It's too fighty. Look, lot there's nothing wrong with fights and movies okay. and everything, but it's so, just too much the same. And it was... Cover the, your ears, child. The thing, the thing that I have been campaigning for most mm-hmm. is Spider-Man is good because uh, Peter Parker has legitimate issues, and I like the whole thing of being a, the teenage boy, mm-hmm. having trouble at school and dealing with all that in contrast with being a superhero. Mm-hmm. And this movie did that very well. It was very, like, a uh, young adult movie. But now that I've seen that it, was I was problem. like, I didn't enjoy it. That was my problem, <laughs> problem with Homecoming, which I was like, I feel like I've seen this Spider-Man movie, like, three or four times, where it's like, he goes on a school trip, and then he has to become Spider-Man to save the yeah. school trip. And then he does that the thing. That was every was like, Spider-Man comic y- cartoon. Yeah. That cartoon. is not what the movie's about. Yeah, I know they're in space or whatever. I'm not really... No. <laughs> At some point, they're in space. Marissa no. Tomei's in it. Oh, that's good. Aces. Um, J. Jonah Jameson is in it. Oh, yeah, he's in goodness. it too. Really? Yeah. Cool. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty sad to see. I'm not too worried about this one getting spoiled, so you can talk about whatever you want. So, um, da, da, da. so I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, but, but I really... That's what I always say. Yeah. No, no, no. yeah. I'm going to try and keep this as spoiler-free as possible. Cool, sweet. I really liked the political lean that the movie had. Like, what? <laughs> I, I liked the fact that it talked about the issue at hand because the entire movie was about, you know... What was it? You can't write on a bit of paper on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, but... But so that you can talk about if, it. If you've people. seen the movie, yeah. you know what the theme is about. But if I say it and you haven't seen the movie, it spoils the movie. Oh, okay. I'll write it down and I'll see what... But that, that what he's how he started the spoilers thing is what is what was um oh really yeah because like oh. the entire movie's about that because it's about oh, portrayal and perspective oh, okay and like that's really mm. interesting because from an American who said that where did you get that from 
that was my impression when I came out of the movie. Oh, that's what mysterious. I didn't all about. get that. I just kept leaning back because uh, it was it was me, my wife, and then my teenage son on the other side, and I kept leaning back so I couldn't get my wife's attention. I was just going, "This is shit." <laughs> I love it. As soon as it was finished, I go, "What did you think of that, Travis?" And he goes, "That was fantastic. That was brilliant." I was like, "You're damn right, great, yeah. yay!" Because <laughs> I'm not, I'm getting value for my money for yeah. taking him out for a movie. <laughs> okay. The, the Look, I'm not, I don't want to be a grumble say, bummer, but don't get a bit of paper out. It's bad, it's bad potting. I think the more awareness you can get around this issue into just general people's lexicon is great. Healthcare. Yeah, there's, look, there's a whole world of stuff I've learned about that, which uh, I can't, yeah, yeah, in political stuff, I've watched documentaries over the week which have just twisted my mind horribly. It's like what I've learned. But I just like I said, with the way you introduced the spoiler thing, saw a whole bunch of that at the alarmist conversations we had today where people started conversations by saying, I'm sorry, but... And you're like, yeah. you're not sorry because if you were, you'd just shut the fuck up and not say <laughs> yeah, what you're going to exactly. do next, yeah. right? Just, um, we're, all, we're all a bit tilted in, in the pod today because yeah, we've had we've, bad we've days. Had a not, not great day. Um, I, uh, my, my mood was salvaged a bit. Last night we watched a movie called A Simple Favour. Oh. I don't know if you've heard about this. <laughs> That reminds me of Dave Chappelle talking about, I just borrowed some friction off a friend. <laughs> some fiction? Friction. Some friction? Yeah. Um, yeah, so we watched this movie called A Simple Favour and mm. it's uh, got a really great, beautifully attractive cast to it. And the first... Oh, spoilers. I think you both enjoy it very much. Yeah, but tell it, me, I'll forget by the time it It happens. goes off the deep end pretty severely. Okay. But in a way that I was like... Ah! We're all here yeah, for the happy days. And the first hour was more than worth it that by the time it finished oh. up, I was like, what a wild romp I just had. Because <laughs> I had no idea where it was going the whole time. Is this where we find a simple favour? Uh, it's on Stan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Because mm-hmm. I pay for Stan and don't use it. So I'll be <laughs> I'm happy to find it. Stan's full of some gems. The only reason, do you know why the only reason we keep it? Community. Call Saul. Oh, community. Yeah, and better call Saul, but mm-hmm. we've got to wait until 2020 or something for the next. Yeah. Ooh, on topic, Corset 2020. Oh, Corset 2020. So yeah. how would you feel, David, if mm. I told you that Aaron hasn't seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Oh, I would recommend that you see that. Yeah, I think it's, just, it's apparently just come on Netflix, so I'll watch it in the mm. next few days. I, I would watch that again. Mm. I won't be watching this I've, one again. I've watched it three times. I want to watch it a fourth. See, it's like it's great, isn't it? Yeah, that that film is a masterpiece. Also, and, the music is just amazing. And I never, and I've said that a million times in podcasts. Never go for. I love art and I love cartoons and I love comic, all that sort of stuff. But I don't enjoy watching cartoons, and I feel like mm. there's a lack of engagement because it's not real. Yeah. Know. Multiverse, oh man, that's good. My, my background on all of my computers are just stills from the movie. That's so cool. Mm. They did a lot of really great... Piracy, art, art that's yeah. what Ken's into. Just, <laughs> just taking print screens. Well, yeah, print screen. Print screen. Print screen. When you go on the Pirate Bay to torrent the movie, it's like the little grabs that they give you to be like, oh, it's in good quality. You set them as your background. No, oh, no, no. no, I'm joking. Obviously, that's We're horrible. ruining Ken's life. Sorry, no. We, we know what 8K you mean. images. They're 8K. 8K, dude. Um, right. what um, else? I've been playing a lot of Magic the Gathering, but I think we'll talk about yeah, that today. We'll talk, there's a podcast following this chat about that. The other thing I did was... Um, I've been doing a bunch of Sherlock Holmes consulting detective mysteries, which are... Oh, you've got to bring me my, the ace. detective one back. Oh, I have to bring it back, yeah, Because, sorry, yeah, we went to play it the other day. Didn't, no! Couldn't. <laughs> sorry, yeah, we did we three, I think, and... Um, yeah. Did it go deep? 
Is it, is it still yeah, okay? We, yeah, because yeah, because we we properly mined. So this is detective, a modern crime board game. Um, we uh, we we started mind mapping it and stuff, and it was so complicated that now going back to it is too hard. Quite daunting. Oh yeah, so I hate that when you to, get too far away from. Dude, yeah. It. So you got to keep going. You have you to gotta, keep going. Oh, I don't. I we gotta, can't do that. You got to do it within a couple weeks of each other because I, I it's yeah. a great plot. And yeah. as we uncovered stuff, we're like. No, like like proper red, oh, really? like, red string whoa. between between <laughs> yeah. different things you thought were unrelated, um, but the Sherlock Holmes consulting detective ones are like ninety minutes to two hours. One case, you solve it. And the other day, me and my friend were just like uh, a little bit hungover or something, and just not feeling it. And Jess just like like beautiful minded, like the, the <laughs> whole okay. case, the whole, yeah. And, and we were like, uh, maybe it was the wife. Maybe she's a. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. And then just like, wait, 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 wait. Didn't this person say this? And she just solved the whole thing. And we got like almost more points than Charlotte. We got 80 or you 90 points we. or something. Well, sorry, wait. Yeah, yeah. Jess. Team, team Jess. Yeah. Wiggins. <laughs> Jess Wiggins um, solved the whole case. And we were like, oh, nice. <laughs> we contributed zero. She's what? Isn't Wiggins the boy that is on the street that helps yeah, out? Yeah, he's like the urchin. So yeah. are you, Sherlock, and you've got your mates Watson and Jess no, only gets to be Wiggins and she solves No, it's it like you're, you are the Baker Street Irregulars and you go and talk to Sherlock oh. and Watson and Wiggins, but you're just, I always think about you going to these places and interviewing people and you're just like, hello, and they're like, get the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of my house. This is, oh no, I was going to say, this is a pub, but back in the day. No. Yeah. Didn't, didn't really matter. They didn't care. Anyway, those, those are great. So we're on to our third box now because we can't do the the four case connected one at the end of the blue box. So oh. we've opened our brown box now. Yeah? Mm, it's good. I've good heard stuff. people say that before. It meant something else. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll just, we've got a shitload of listener questions. Yeah. Speaking of brown boxes. Well, let's get it right into that after this. Listener questions, they are here. It's time, time to, to listen open Facebook and read them read off the my questions phone. Out. Here's listener questions. We haven't done this for a while, guys. Woo! And everybody got on board. We need a, like, children going yay. Like, yay. In a Radiohead song. How dare you? Oh, oh, that's the only one I've got. Pretty close. Yeah. Yay! Um, yeah, that'd be, that'd, be, that'd be lovely. Um, uh, what we'll do is I'll read the listener question. You two can can answer it, figure yeah. it out, okay? Stick with it. Sometimes they wrote a lot of words. Mm-hmm. Many words. Uh, Adam Stuttard uh, asks, with the release of M20, what is likely to be the most broken combo able to be pulled off in standard? Standard. Uh, so, okay, this question is super subjective because yeah. broken is very... Su- well, yeah, maybe like invites bro- ban- bannings of cards, doesn't it? Oh, it's sure. super broken. Honestly, probably the elementals. Um, yep. The the elemental subtype it just kind of all comes together very nicely. Mm. And I've played several games of constructed, both myself and against people, where decking yourself or having them <laughs> deck <laughs> yeah, themselves with risen reef is a legit possibility. On like turn ten, or like even I think I had like forty cards from my deck on turn nine. Or whatever. Like, there's just some really stupid things you can do if you get two or three of them. And if you get quite lucky with the right sequence of mana, because, like, I remember I played Mana Dork on turn one, played it on turn two, hit a land, 
untapped, played two elementals, which both hit, played a hydroid crisis on turn four for X is six. Like, sure. and just, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So oh. I, I think the the answer is probably just some kind of Risen Reef something. Yeah. It, like if I had to pick the card from this set that would get fair. banned in standard, it's probably Risen Reef. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the most unpleasant arena game I played recently was, I, I didn't know this deck existed, uh, brace yourselves. <laughs> it is, uh, it ramps with Risen Reef into Omniscience. Which is oh, the flood of tears yeah, the thing. Flood of tears oh, thing. So come you, on, that's great. Yeah. So you play omniscience because you've ramped to ten mana really quickly, and omniscience. No, you just flood says, of tears it into play. Oh yeah, or, or that on, yeah. on turn six. Um, well, so you, fucking, you either ramp, so, so you, so you ramp or cheat omniscience into play, and then there are a bunch of different ways that you can just combo off and just kill them because you have lots of things that because omniscience makes. Every single one of your spells free. You just mm. play Tamio, get Flood of Tears back from my yard, Flood of Tears, uh, return all the things to my hand, put another permanent into play, draw another card, do a thing, do a thing, do a thing. And I was playing some aggro deck and I put my opponent to one and they just ended up just covering the entire board with stuff that I couldn't bust through. I had one draw step to draw a way out of it and then they just untapped and killed me with their huge board. And I was I'm like, surprised they didn't kill you on that turn. How do they kill you on that turn? Though? Omnath. Oh, I think that they missed on one thing where right. they needed to do it, so they had one turn window. Because the ideal combo, right, is once you have Omniscience and Tamio, you just kind of go off. Oh, yeah. Because you get back Flood of Tears, mm-hmm. you play your Omnath, you deal them one damage... You or you play, can play three if you've got three yeah, yeah, or whatever. Or whatever yeah. You then play Tamio, bring back Flood of Tears, do it again. Oh, so sure. So you you quite literally, if you have Flood of he- Flood of Tears, Omniscience, Tamio, Omnath, and any yeah. other permanent the, that you can, all bounce, of these things are just so easy to assemble in your hand because yeah. you've drawn so many yeah. goddamn cards. Well, that's what I was worried about. I was thinking you c- there's only a certain point you get to where if you're drawing loads and loads of cards, you still have to have the mana to run it all. But yeah. Omniscience breaks, breaks, breaks that up. And yeah. Flood of Tears lets you put a permanent from your hand into play if you bounce four of your own permanents with it. Oh. And it also resets your opponent's board so they have less time to deal. And then you just go, Omniscience, I'll just play all the stuff again for free. <laughs> yeah. oh, is that, so that is the most horrendous thing I've played against because I didn't understand what was going on. To be fair, they were going to kill me for a little while. I've played the deck a bunch. I don't like it. I think it would be inconsistent and susceptible to hate. I I was only playing best of ones. Don't judge me. I don't hate... (laughs) I think that's a fantastic idea. I don't hate mid-range decks playing Flood of Tears, but you play like two or three. The decks that are playing four Flood of Tears and Omniscience, I think are wistfully hopeful playing play with, play with fire yeah and the amount of times I've had two floods of tears in my hand mm-hmm. it just like ooh, it feels bad oh, yeah. okay uh, Bryce Meredith how do you feel about the corset symbol ooh there's, there's something do you love it hate it or not care about it if you were to potentially change the design to something new what design would you go for PS I must say it's nice that the dice can- learnt to count all the way up to 20 this year at least. <laughs> Is there no logo on the, the bundle? Well, the... It, says M, it says M20. Yeah. Uh, so it finally goes up to 20. But next gotcha. year it's going to go 19. M21. 21. Uh, 21 yeah. Well played, Bryce. Well, well played. played Bryce. Uh, I fucking hate it. I think when they cleaned it up in M19, I, I thought they made it look 
uglier. So I actually didn't have a huge issue with that. Like, mm. that's okay. The thing that I actually hate about it is the zero. Oh, okay. So <laughs> if you if you look at the set symbol, the zero of the twenty is like one fucking pixel from the curve of the side of the. Th- <laughs> <laughs> right. And I guess it's a bit tilting. What do you yeah, look at yeah. it? You're like, oh, it's a bit like and, and like the zero looks a bit fatter than it should, David. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I was, I'm looking at this yeah. one. Yeah, but it's so close to the edge, and it mirrors it so closely, and I'm just like. It's an eyesore for me, and I yeah, don't really know I, 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 I don't, <laughs> I don't like it. it. To me, there's too much black space on the left and on the right, and it just looks a bit bland. But, like, I don't know what else they can do with it. They, they could make it a little more ornate, but really we're, we're talking semantics here. It's really How annoying. would you feel about Magic XX? Corset XX. What, what have they so, changed about? Just the, 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 the M is different. Uh, so from M... Uh, 14, which was the last one, and 15, they've, they've changed the M to the new Unbroken font. one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it looks less like so or, ornate or like less uh, fantasy style. It's and just, yeah. it just looks like a regular M. looking M. Yeah, it's just a kernel down. It does look shit now that I've looked at the old one. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the old one's much better, and I don't know why they cleaned it up to go with the logo, but I guess... When did they redo the logo? I kind of remember I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'll put bit, it in the I don't care about it, Bryce, but yeah, these two I, are a bit... More when, when it came it's out such M19, a thing to be. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> when it came out of M nineteen, I was like, "Ugh, that's ugly." Then ignored it for the rest yeah. of the set. Yeah. And I did, when I opened it and I looked at the set symbol, I was like, oh, "I hate the zero. What would you change it to? Just the number twenty. Yeah, I actually cool. think the corsets should just have names. Like, I would have been perfectly happy if this corset was like Chandra's birthright or you know like in the same way that we have magic origins you know let's have corset chandra's oh. pissing contest or yeah, whatever or like the origin symbol was called origins yeah no, magic i didn't i didn't subtitle. like that one yeah. bit no i was un, un, unhappy i think it then is, origins it's happened. difficult to sell it to people as a thing that comes out yearly and as a thing where it's yeah. like a, a, a what about thing? T- m21 corset 2021 is uh, an expansion pack. So we get large set, large set, large set. And instead of like a, a commander release, we get a corset style release where new players are invited to join us but and they learn don't the game. release it like a normal yeah. uh, booster set. Yeah. I think that's more the scope in which corsets should lie because this one is quite complicated and it's not the best time to learn magic by drafting this set. This one seems... Like having an afternoon nap after after War of the Spark. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that that, that it like, sure does, like, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I think it's still quite daunting for people, so they've got to like have uh, mm. th- do something else with the course that they're making. Th- thanks good. for the question, Bryce. Uh, Dylan Jules Angwin asks, imagine if you find a Zendikar booster pack from the old MTG days at a garage sale for $5. Are you in on the story? Oh, yeah. yeah, wonderful. Can you see, can you see yourself? You picked it up. It's got $5 on it. So is, <laughs> Still is sealed thing, up. Is this the thing where, like, the original pre-release printing of Zendikar had yes. Power 9 in it? Yeah, yeah. Wait for the rest of the question. Who knows where this twisted tale will go? Right? Do you buy it or not? And no, you bought it, and then you get it home and open it and find a Black Lotus. What do you do? Do you keep it and make a vintage deck, or do you try and sell it and make a few dollars? Sell it. Wait, you have to specify what you do with the money. <laughs> Liv pays off his clamping yeah. fines. Yeah, pay off my <laughs> clamping fines and 
and pay off my debtors. <laughs> Straight up. Take six months off my job and go to like 10 GPs in America. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, that's like very magic You're getting related. your magic money and putting it back yeah, into yeah, the exactly. magic money. Yeah. Well, because the other thing is the easiest way to sell something like that is at a GP. That's true. Yeah. Like it's buyers, it's, vendors and stuff. It is very hard to... Yeah, uh, it's it's very hard to sell those in a place like Perth. Mm. You would have to probably go to Sydney or Melbourne or yeah, like Europe or America. The, the most expensive card I've sold individually, I had to find a buyer in America through another person yeah. to to be able to. We've got a, a listener, a, a streamer, streamer answer to the, what's the most broken um, combo. Uh, surely it's the green ley line incubation druid with a counter and the white enchantment where you can pay two white to untap it, thus making infinite mana and having infinite powered creatures. Oh, that's pretty cool. As the most broken combo, winning like turn three. Which white enchantment is this? Well, you can pay the, two. Uh, the, the, the fists enchantment. <laughs> The fist enchantment. The fist that says the creature gets plus O plus two and deals damage equal to its toughness. Also, and you can pay two and a white and untap it. So hold on, you can. So you can untap it for two and a white. Yeah. And because it taps for an additional green, you need a white source out. You have incubation. But it's druid. not infinite mana. It is infinite mana because you um you oh, tap it for incubation three. druid. Incubation right, yeah. druid. So incubation druid taps for three normally. It taps for an additional green with the ley line out, and then you net one mana every time you untap it with its enchantment. Although I think it's unbelievably susceptible to removal and your opponent interacting with you, but if you can do it on turn three, that's pretty cool. I kind of want to try it now. <laughs> yeah, in ranked I think in silver, there are slightly better things you can be doing with the green light line yeah, the, in the, standard. Yeah, I, but but if if this is a possibility for those decks, can you put a couple of the dawn fists or whatever they're called? No, 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 it's bad. Yeah, it's it yeah, it's no, poor. No. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Joe Steve A. If you're still watching, Thank that you, was a, Joe a, Steve A. Um, I mean, okay, sorry. <laughs> this is. Don't prod him too hard, Joe. It's... This is the most broken thing you can probably do in standard, but it's not consistent. It's easy to interact with. Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. I agree. Hmm. So he's right. Kyle Haddleton asks, what was your overall opinion on Modern Horizons? Many people were calling it Commander Masters during spoiler season, and then Hogark went a bit crazy all of a sudden. That's the Hogark combo mm-hmm. Shit. we were talking about. Well, that was pre-banning wasn't it that was part of the yeah, bridge from below just, it's still playable banning. yeah uh it went a bit crazy all of a sudden do you feel like it had significant impact on the format was it only hogark or do we need more time to figure out the rest i think it was mostly commander masters that uh, you're wrong <laughs> oh okay aaron you go first yep ken i think it was m- there was a lot of really great interesting stuff for limited commander maybe a bit of legacy and stuff. <clears throat> and there's about 20 or 30 cards that they injected into the modern card pool that are pretty powerful. Um, and they're just there now. Don't put it's, your pen into the microphone as well. I was trying to talk to you quietly. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's like 20 or 30 cards that are like really good, ranging from like the fiery islet and stuff um, cycle, uh, Hogark, uh, Giver of Runes, Ren and Six, uh, the 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 planeswalkers, and but then like you look at the card like Morif on the Boundless, which is like twenty thirty dollars, and that's just a Commander Tribal 
card. There's there's no or like the first sliver. It's like a sixty or seventy dollar card. Mm. It will never get played in modern or legacy or anything. But it's still a forty fifty dollar card. Sorry, because uh, it's just a cool commander or casual thing. So there's a couple of commander bombs in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, some really yeah. good stuff. Yeah. yeah, Ken counterpoint counterpoint. You're wrong, Aaron. Over to you, Ken. I dislike modern and it's made modern worse as a format. Oh, there you go. Like uh, modern horizons. The the mission in I my thought you mind, were arguing for modern. No, I'm. Oh, I'm saying like I think that overall it was like net good for formats, and he's oh, saying it's just yeah. Made like a, in, okay. in, in terms worse. of in general, mm-hmm. I think it has made modern less interactive yep. and worse as a format, mm-hmm. and that makes me sad because this was a product which they could really tailor design stuff. And I think I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure you have to ban like twenty cards. Yeah, I think I think modern's a bit of a joke, but that, that, that's our that's our personal opinion of standard <laughs> and limited yeah. players who like fair magic. Well, no, no, which- I play a lot of legacy. I am okay with disgusting shit. But legacy's di- legacy's also. Fair, because you because you're kept in check by the answers. Exactly, and that's what modern and, doesn't and that is have. What modern doesn't have, and that's what they're trying to do. Because they go, his force of negation and force yeah, oh, of that is not good enough. But that is, in theory, what they're trying to do. I and they failed. I think <laughs> Sorry, they just like, should have put force in. Like I actually think force of will could have been quite interesting. But 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 then you do the legacy thing where it's like every legacy deck is blue. If you're not doing blue, you have to be doing something busted beyond belief. Yeah. And they don't want one to be that. They want it to be like a cool play pen in which you can do anything. So they give a force answer to all the colors, yeah. and they don't work. Like it's, it's, it's so poor. Like so, Modern Horizons came in at like the worst fucking time. Because they changed the mulligan rules, which affects the format. Mm. Not a lot, but a little bit. War of the Spark came in, which added like 10 cards to both modern and legacy. And then they sprinkled in... Way above average. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And then they sprinkled in Modern Horizons, and it just like all just kind of went to shit. Uh, We don't really know how it's going to go. I wanted modern to get better. I don't think it has gotten better, and I'm now less likely to play modern than I was before, which Mm -hmm. is sad. However... I think with any set like this, you need to put a bunch of commander cards in. Yeah. Because commander cards are what actually gives the set value. Yeah. Because if if there's no casual appeal, no one's going to fucking buy the boosters, the cards are worth a bazillion dollars, mm-hmm. and everyone hates it. Mm-hmm. Whereas the casual appeal gets people opening the packs, gets them into circulation, and it's cool. Yeah. And it... You know, we've had this corset and the last corset have both been dominated by the cycle of, like, commanders or whatever, I genuinely don't want that shit in standard. I want that in supplementary products and Modern Horizons kind of where it belongs. Mm-hmm. Joe Steve is back on the... Uh, on the Sorry, I have one question. St- on the Aaron. stream. Uh, he said, I saw a sweet modern deck with the first sliver. Tron lands turn three for seven mana, playing the seven colorless shapeshifter Morophon and naming slivers and... Going off. Yeah, that, uh, a little bit of an issue with that is that if you don't draw Morophon and you have seven colorless mana on turn three... You Isn't can't it better to just play the... To play Khan or Wormcoil Engine or something that... No, no, no what's, the, cast. what's the really stupid in artifact that makes everything artifacts? What's the Khan oh, combo? Oh, my, Mycosynth Lattice. Yeah, 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 you just want to play that. Because yeah, yeah, if it, you're playing the Tron lands... 
Yeah, it's th- this is just testament to Tron being a bit broken in modern, which is like you oh, can just stick. They need to fucking ban it. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a little bit too powerful. But like, um, this is just the testament to how powerful Tron is that you can just go Tron slivers or Tron yeah. Eldrazi or Tron my ass. So uh, they're, <laughs> deck. they're great decks. So I have a question. I raised this with Mishka, and he... You don't win a booster if you... Um, I, do, I if don't you give a shit. Question. <laughs> the, the land cycle that was printed Modern Horizons, mm. I don't feel like that's too powerful to stick in standard. Like, I was surprised that that cycle just didn't come to standard. Uh, that's just a statement, isn't it? Not a question. Well, I'm asking if he I, agrees or disagrees. Oh, okay, I gotcha. would err on the side of it being too powerful for standard. Yeah? Because it both gives you untapped mana fixing at no, at next to no cost. cost. We've had Painlands before. The, the we, cost is not minimal. Yeah, but then if, if you're like, they're Painlands, but you can cash them in for a card when you're done with them. It's way too good. Like, yeah. I think, I think it's just like, if Painlands are good... Buddy lands are good. Shock lands are good in standard power level wise. Once you start, once you add draw a card onto any of them, once the light game goes, they're just too good. I think. I, but I don't really know but why. Then you're but, like losing lands. Yeah, but but like aggro decks, it makes aggro decks so much better. Like imagine if mono mono red doesn't like imagine how much better that deck is if eight of your lands suddenly just turn into a card. Like actually, they probably That's, just play twelve. They play. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. You probably just play red. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, out. I'm yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes aggro decks too. Good point. Good point. Wolf Pendergrast. He's probably already. Um, mm-hmm. I think we might have already answered this, but let's let's put a different flavor on. He's asked, "What's your magical Christmas land combo look like?" Um, so maybe let's say that's not the best one because we've already maybe done that. Mm. Can you flavor it up and be a bit Christmassy with your M20 Christmas land combo? Uh, my favorite Christmas colored combo deck mm-hmm. was. When I first started playing PTQs, almost 10 years ago now, uh, I would... Erroneous Grahemius. Erroneous Grahemius. I'd cascade Bloodbraid Elf into Stoneforge Mystic, getting Basilisk Color, which gives the equipped creature Death Touch or Lifelink, and then I would play Cunning Spark Mage, and then I'd put the Death Touch Lifelink thing on Cunning Spark Mage, which could deal one damage to any creature. Because that death touch, it could just kill anything. I, I love pinging. Thing. I love pinging for death touch. Oh yeah, it's nice. Oh, it's so good. So this is the thing which every time I do it just gets me <laughs> all takes, excited. When he takes a deep breath, uh, oh, we've we got go. a lot of show to get through. I and mean, every time King goes, shut up. This is the thing. <sighs> Yeah. Every Wait. time I play a five mana dragon on turn three off two mana dogs, I just I squeeze. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I Actually, love I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah, every fun. time I'm like, Stormbreath Dragon, Skargon, Hellkite, Thunderbolt, Hellkite, go! Yeah. I'm just like, yes. So that's that will always be my magical Christmas land. Mana dog, mana dog, dragon. Yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. think, like, uh, like when, once we w- once magic dies in 10 years and we all say, Pick a magic card that w- that defines you and your magic career. Kings will be goddamn Lanowar elves. <laughs> <laughs> like, of all the, maybe Elvish Mystic was yeah, in standard Mystic, for longer Elvish than Lanowar elves for you, but still, like green mana one one tap for a green. How is that? But like, 
I don't know what mine is. What's well, mine? Well, could turn, move on. That's a... That's <laughs> well, a, a yeah, it's probably you true. Even just the, tattooed on your body. Even just that death of magic thing is a whole long, hour-long yeah. conversation, mm-hmm. as in can it, would it happen, would it sustain yeah. the underground resurgence, et cetera, et cetera. But let's not touch that. No no deep inhalations. It's another show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Steve agrees with you and says decks are slower. You'll likely take five-ish damage and drawing one card isn't too impactful on in standard because the card power level is lower. Agreed with that? That's true. I think it just breaks aggro decks. Craig Sweetman. Uh, Yeah. Craig Sweetman. Hmm. Uh, In Commander, you have the option of playing a weird combo. Right. So, Liquid Metal Coating plus Sidri, Galvanic Genius, Mm -hmm. plus any Planeswalker, plus Helm of the Host. Target Planeswalker with Liquid Metal Coating. Make it an artifact. Sidri... Then makes that artifact a creature, power toughness equal to CMC. Mm-hmm. Equip Helm of the Host to the now Planeswalker creature. Go to combat to create a token of equipped Planeswalker. Cool, cool, right? This is mid-conversation. Cool, cool, right? My question is, what can I do with said token? Can I use the loyalty abilities? And will it stay an artifact creature? Uh, I'm Helm of the Host... Is such a weird card. What can I do with said token? I'm pretty okay. It's uh, I just got to read him on the host. Oh, so he's going to create a token of the planeswalker, and he's saying, "Can I use the loyalty abilities of the token, and will it stay an artifact creature?" I think yes. Yeah. So 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 it says at the beginning of combat, create a token that's a copy of equipped creature, except the token isn't legendary if the equipped creature is legendary. So I'm pretty sure that it copies all of its types and whatever's. If you were copying an enchantment creature, it would enter as a token enchantment creature. So if it's a token planeswalker creature, planeswalkers, as part of their rules, enter the battlefield with their loyalty. They have loyalty abilities. I think they enter the battlefield as a token planeswalker that's not a creature. That's not legendary. That's not legendary. Yeah. Okay, if you're watching the stream and you want to argue with any of that, please send it through. Yeah, I'm like 80% sure that that's correct. Yeah. My favorite thing was um, a few years ago in Standard, there was a way to turn... uh, (laughs) There was a, uh, a way to turn artifacts, any artifact, into an equipment that had equip for its mana cost... And it gives oh. a creature plus X plus X. Boy, that's weird. And at the time, Jace, the Mind Sculptor, was the best thing in Standard. And someone made a deck that was just about people literally beating people to death with Jace the Mind Sculptor. <laughs> you would turn Jace into an artifact. You play this thing that made it equipment and then equip it on your, your creature and then hit them with the equipment. Hit them with Jace. Hit them with Jace. Like, <laughs> that's actually great. Hit them with Jace. So I love that. That was a good combo. Full points for theme on that one. Nice. That's such a weird <laughs> point in Magic System. Because you were also playing Baby Jace to kill Big Jace yeah. and you are so only like, playing it because it killed that, Jace I can't handle that equipment that's Jace the Sculptor attached to your, attached <laughs> to your squadron hawk I'll play my baby Jace and then it just disintegrates yeah, and just uh, <laughs> I'm glad they fixed that oh good times Santina Maher uh, M-A-H-E-R Maher Maher Santino Santino Maher if you could play a game of magic with any histor- oh I love this this is good if you could play a magical if you could play a game of magic with any historical figure ever, who would it be and why? Ooh. Oh, that gets you thinking, doesn't it? Uh, I'd play with um, play testing Richard 
Richard Garfield playtesting. Oh yeah, that'd be a good yeah. time to do it, wouldn't it? Just like what was the name? Where were they when they were Nana doing that? Clash, I think, in '92. No, but where were they? Where America, were they? some yeah, some, <laughs> some uni, it was some uni, remember. wasn't it? I can't remember which one it was. That'd have been cool being on campus. There. I think, but you just yeah. don't know what you're part of. You just don't know. I think about that so much though. Like when like when I was driving home the other day, I was thinking about how the cards were and how there were particular cards made, and you really got. Want after you really wanted to get the yeah, particular cards I because think. I think he just made up a whole bunch of sets mm-hmm. and then everyone was just passing them around and nobody yeah. had the same decks. And, and he'd like make Black Lotus and give one copy to one dude in yeah. the play group of 10 and then it would spread like a rumor. Like, <laughs> he gave one of these guys the Black Lotus card and then it would like, and they were just like, that's cool. Like, yeah. Because it's just never been done like that before. I'd, I'd like to be around when it was first. Even if out. even if there was no monetary or you know you weren't didn't end up on the you know the design team or anything, just to say that you were there at that time yeah. and you could tell that story is, is still a, yeah. is quite a good story. It, I did actually get a little bit of this when Keyforge first came out because I was just like Man, hanging with Richard. Yeah, well, well, they've got well, they've done the thing where you hear rumors of this thing oh, yeah. that someone opened at a store somewhere across the city and you kind of want to go see it yes, with your eyes. That's fun. Because yeah. th- if you open 100 decks, you would never see that uh, Four Horsemen or whatever the rare thing in Keyforge was. Mm. So I think they did a decent job of recreating that. But that, that would be my historical figure. Ken? Gandhi. I, I'll go. Well, I'll give you some Actually, more time to no, think no, no. here. <laughs> Steve oh. Irwin. There you go. Steve Irwin, just like that. Yeah. Do you think I just go want from... him to play like a crocodile deck? There you go. Oh, very yeah, wholesome. Yeah. Let's play Commander and he'll play Crocodile Tribal. I think that would just be very wholesome. Nice. I would I was introduced to games uh by my really kind of like my, my grandma and granddad always used to play games mm. and they've been dead quite a long time now. <laughs> I would love to get this game and you know, like a couple of planeswalker decks. Yeah. Let's go back and go, let's play this game. I'll play it. Because I reckon they'll be full on into it. Yeah. And it would just be so much fun. And cool. yeah, we'd have a great time. That's lovely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what did you play nice. with him? Uh, actually, it was a pretty lame game. But I loved it. Well, mm-hmm. I played a lot of games, but the main game I remember was Beetle, which was mm-hmm. um, you just roll a dice mm-hmm. and you have to start with a six. If you get a six, you draw a Beetle's body. And then it was five for the head, uh, like four for. Uh, like a leg or something, mm. or three. and you know you had to you had to draw a beetle with a body, a head, three legs, and two antlers, and yeah. some eyes. And you're like racing to, to yeah, and it's or... completely luck based, yeah. but you could get super creative with how your beetle look yeah. beetle looked. So we'd have sci-fi ones and robotic ones, and oh, you know that's like, cool. Yeah, like yeah, it was just good fun. Yeah. It was good, good fun. Uh, not as good as magic. Oh yeah, so. number two, number two game. Yeah. 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 Uh, Troy Cox, if you have to- if you have tokens spawn, if you have tokens tokens spawn in after creature blocking dies, say ferocious pup mm-hmm. from opponent's attack, can you attack with the token wolves the next turn, or are they still summoning sick fro- until your following turn, your second turn from hitting the battlefield? So will solve I'm- a recurring household issue. Lots of laughs. I have read this question and know the answer. Do you want me to take it? Uh, uh, I'm going to ignore the question and give him a broad heuristic to remember when and and how creatures have summoning sickness. All you need to do to attack with a creature or use its tap abilities is start the turn with it under your control, and that will fix all of your things. So when Ferocious Pup comes in, it makes a token. Have you controlled that token creature since the start of your turn? No. So you cannot attack with it. If it appears in your opponent's turn 
say it's got flash or, or whatever, and then you start your turn with it in play, you can attack with it. So that's yeah. all you need to know, pretty much. I don't understand how a token's appearing in the middle of combat from a ferocious pup dying, but let's ignore that. Isn't there this, the other one? It's not ferocious pup. It's the other... The oh, wolf, other... Wolfpack Ambush? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there, there's a couple... It, it's basically like Haunted Witness. You know, like you block with Haunted Witness, you get the thing during the turn. You get the token, turn. yeah. And then yeah. you... Uh, yeah, it's whether you like untap and start your turn with it in play, then yeah. you can attack with it. Yeah. yeah, and you can flash it in, so that's why you're yeah. doing it during... And uh, during in, in Magic... Ease, it's you will want to play flash creatures in your opponent's end step. Yeah. Because that's the last time that you can do stuff before you untap and take your turn. And if you want to get super technical, you have to have owned it before your upkeep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool, cool. Thanks for that, Troy. Uh, our last question. It looks like Kieran's already had a nibble at this off <laughs> online. Um, no, 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 no. Well, actually, this is quite funny. Uh, Ken's response was good. Um, what would win in a fight? A hundred squirrel-sized emeralds or one emerald-sized squirrel? <clears throat> I'd like to point out a gripe I have with this magic <laughs> meme right. that is spread worldwide. <laughs> Maybe you want to argue with Ken about his his cartoon response. His cartoon response. Did you see what I responded with? The, the comic? Yeah. Of the, yeah. 15 okay. squirrels <clears throat> blocking Emrakul. 15 squirrels can't block Emrakul because Emrakul has flying. <laughs> squirrels squirrels don't have flying. Oh. How could 15 squirrels block Emrakul? That's the only just, thing that's stopping that's the them. Surely, thing that's stopping them. surely there's an enchantment which says your creatures have flying. Yeah, but that's not part of the comic, is it? The whole comic—that just pissed me off since day one. I saw this comic. 15, you can't block Emrakul with fifteen squirrels. That's the end. It's the only thing. So Emrakul would be hovering off the ground, looking down at fifteen <laughs> squirrels, going, "Oh my god!" It's like he's discovered a what spider. If, what in if the they like climbed up one of her tentacles? Yeah, I, I still feel like. It's one of the issues with magic that there's not like a more granular power and toughness thing uh, because a squirrel is not a fifteenth of the size a of an emerald, yeah. or a fifteenth of the power of an emerald. But, <laughs> but also, Chandra just like had a really hot day of Nissa directing energy into her, and she killed two Eldrazi Titans. So let's not pretend that they have any idea of the power level of these. You titans. know how you can't see the wondrous face. Yeah. Have you heard the rumor that yeah, the Emrakul is Emrakul? I love that theory. I love it so much. I, it sounds so Tim Four Hat, but the, I want the, it to be so true. Um, the wonder, the shrine <laughs> of Forsaken Gods from Battle for Zendikar has the Wanderer on it. L- literally, oh. looks like the Wanderer is well. It doesn't. The, it's the, yeah. the humanized version of Emrakul. So that's the most. Mm. Uh, stirring mm, mm, mm. Cool. alright well that's all of our we questions oh sorry um, Emer- oh did we em- Emrakul would win because squirrels are small the squirrels are stupid yeah. uh, they're cute so, so I like squirrels but like squirrels, you're too. saying a hundred squirrel sized Emrakuls oh that, that's that what you're backing oh because the no, question no. is a hundred squirrel sized Emrakuls or one oh, emerald sized squirrel. 100 squirrel sized emeralds. Squirrel sized emeralds. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. emeralds like. I'd be fucking terrified of an <laughs> emerald sized squirrel. Yeah, just chasing you like. Yeah! You got a bit mad. Yeah, I. Yeah. I'm going with the squirrel here. Yeah, I'll go for the 100 one. The 100. I'm going small. for the 100. You're going for the one. No, no like, we're all going yeah, for the, the one. Oh, the you're one. going for the one big one. Yeah, yeah of course, because yeah. we always disagree with Ken. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's like... How dare you? Wait, the Emrakul-sized squirrel is still just a squirrel. Yeah. Emrakul's got Emrakul's weird shit just going like, on. Yeah, it can, like, transcend space and time and stuff. Yeah. Oh, fuck up a giant squirrel. A hundred... <laughs> it's, diff- it's got a hundred of them. 
<laughs> just zapping in and out of space and time and just like distorting everything. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, good, that was listen, that was listener questions. Uh, what we'll do is we'll pause, and those of you watching us on stream can see us decide who's going to win. We're mm. going to give away two packs, I believe. Yeah, and then we'll bust two boosters when we get back. Yeah. Right, right after these. Buster booster. Oh, keying on the uh, soundboard there. <laughs> Slid in the slide. The the. Yeah, this is exciting one. because we decided that we've got two winners, two packs. And pack number one has been won by Santino Maha, and he's online. Woo! Yeah, he is. Not you won't hear him. He's. We were looking at him on the uh, on the stream. So we're going to bust this, and he's going to see what I would have won because these two packs are packs that I won at the pre-release, and we forgot to get extra packs. So I've had to surrender my wins. Oh, this is. He can watch this on. Imagine the, if they're bad though, and I just give you one of my packs, and it's. It's awesome. Happy days, Santino. Santino sponged up my crap, if that's, <laughs> if that's how that goes down. All right, let's just play around. This never, like, it it's never either, goes really well, does it's, it? It's either crap <laughs> and you're like, oh, I don't care, or it's amazing, you're like, I fucking hate my life. <laughs> All right, never here we go. And, uh, oh, I don't know how to get the... Sorry, I'm messing around with the stream here. This should have been... We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Ah, uh, look, now I'm on top of it now. All right, you ready? Damn, I was about Clearing to get elevator the... music. All right, here you go, Santino. This is it live on. If you're watching the stream, you can uh, see the cards come out one at a time. This is really helpful information for the people listening yeah. to the podcast. Oh, yeah. In a oh, yeah. This is why you... Oh, yeah. Boreal it's... Elemental. No, no, it's, one, it's, it's a personal favorite of mine. It is Fairy Miscreant. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I've started playing this a lot. Ah, <laughs> of course you, you have. turn coats. Oh, I've been talking about Fairy Miscreant forever. Yeah. So, yeah, one, one, it's just one blue for a 1-1 one, one flying. And when you uh, play Fairy Miscreant, it, when it enters the battlefield, if you control another creature named Fairy Miscreant, you get to draw a card. Happy days. Uh, I think it's only good when you get four. Yeah, that's a or thing, isn't more. it? Four or more. Four or more, sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Rip Scale Predator. I'll hand these cards over so you guys can order them in, in whichever ones you want to pick. Yep. Rip Scale Predator. For, don't put your nose on it. He's watching us. <laughs> I sniffed it. All right. That's what putting your nose on it is all about. Mm. Rip Scale Predator for the third time. Four and two red for a creature dinosaur. Six, five with menace. Mm. Interestingly, not a dinosaur the first time it was printed. It was a beast, and they eroded it after the Ixalan block to really? become a dinosaur, yeah. In Gatecrash, it was a beast. Why the hell couldn't they just print a new creature? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's like, it's a vanilla they, they like winking at the audience and being like, we listen to you and we errata things to dinosaurs when you want them. I mean, it does look like a dinosaur. Disenchant. One and a white for an instant. Destroy target artifact or enchantment. Yeah. Are, we, are you playing that? Red Hot Sideboard card yeah. against pacifism, sleep paralysis, yeah, good equipment. Good. Yeah, yeah. getting rid of the pacifisms mm. is pretty hot. Oh, here we go. Bone Splinters, one black for a sorcery speed. Uh, you can cast this, as, but with an additional cost, cast this spell, sacrifice a creature, and you can destroy target creature. Red I'm hot. actually not a huge fan. I like it in like black, white, grindy, but I don't think that that deck is particularly good. Like sanitary skeleton, going wide, the but, alarm, but then you're black seems like the soft way. color in the go wide deck. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. What's the what's the one black one two for three mana you can bring it back? Sanitarium. Skeleton, oh yeah, that yeah. cuts real good. 
Yeah, there you go, a bit of bone splinters. Uh, Greenwood Sentinel is a solid one green 2-2 two, two with Vigilance, Creature Elf Scout. Yeah, I've been, I do enjoy bears. Yeah, I've been weirdly... This guy's pretty like, solid. Uh, it's amazing that two twos for two with various abilities can range from being incredible to like really bad in yeah. just limited. Mm. And in this set, it's all right. Yeah. A bunch it's of the three drops have two toughness. I've always, I've usually found like it's all happening from three drop and above. And I look at my my curve and I'm like, oh my god, I've got nothing in in the Red two twos. spot. And if you're in green, you look at a card like that, you go, I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, mind rot two and a black for a sorcery. Target player discards two cards. You snigger. You snigger. I'm so glad this is not a sealed pack. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this has been a bad seal pack. Uh, Mind Rot is a good sideboard card against people that are trying to play seven or eight drops. Santino uh, is sensing Yarrick is in the pack. Oh. Yeah. What's Yarrick? Early, early call. Yarrick, oh, you double your enter the battlefield abilities, legendary. Oh, here's sure. Here's some hot property. We've got Cloud, Cloud Kinseer. Oh, this card is absurdly Two and a blue for a 2-1 creature elemental wizard. Elemental. Mm-hmm. Uh, flying, and when Cloud can see it, enters the battlefield, draw a card if you don't mind. Yeah, I can't believe that they made this card. I can't believe you've done this, Wizards. Um, they've really pushed the best common in each colour back to... I, like, I've, I got a deck with three or four of these. Yeah. Online <laughs> yeah, so at the moment. Gross. And it's just like, when your three-drop creature... Replaces itself and flies. Replaces itself and flies, and they go, oh, I take you with my 3 2 flyer, and you're like, block! I block every day! What's right? Like, Especially if you've got two got backups. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. What if you have a Risen Reef in play? Oh, if you have a Risen Reef in play, <laughs> if you've got oh. Chandra, Uncommon Chandra in play, or your Elementals get plus two plus yeah. two, this hits for four. This card's beyond a joke. And it's one of the many reasons I've made decking Heart Piercer Bow. Oh. <laughs> equip your creature, and then you just go, Ooh, ping a thing, because it kills Risen Reef and this. And you kiss your girlfriend with those lips. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Uh, kiss your mum with my Heart Piercer Bow, if you Kin, know what I mean. I, I authorise you to drop a That's Disgusting in here if you feel like it. Disgusting. There you Dis- go. <laughs> Tectonic Rift. Uh, three three in a red it. sorcery. You know what it's like. Destroy target land. Creatures without flying can't block this turn. Do we ever play this? They need to hot one of these up in the subsequent so, set. Right? Like, oh, Aaron's playing it. He's got that look on his face. No? Do uh, they have to put draw a card on this for it to be playable? Yeah, right. Yeah, and then it's like it's still, really good. Because like, has, no, has like, a four mana destroy land ever been good? No. In limited, no. And they've stuck a lot of effects on yeah, them yeah, over yeah. the years. Um, you still always feel like it would be something when somebody splashes for, you know when you can see a splash occurring, you go like, oh, it's all black, it's all green, and then there's that one uh, like as a, as a, a red, as a, as a white, yeah. green what if land. Or something, land. Yeah. And you go, I'm gonna, I want to get rid of that. But it's just never. Yeah. What if never. it had a shock attached? Yeah, so there was one in World Weight called Roiling Terrain that did that, that destroyed any land... And it dealt two damage to the controller, and it was just like, no, uh, no, no. What if it's like any target? Oh, any target. But then, then, yeah. it's, then it's really good. But then, why I not think. have a murder just instead and just kill anything rather oh, than? No, I'm just asking a thought exercise. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Four yeah. mana land destruction spell. What do you have to do to make it good? They're going to have to do that, aren't they? One day they'll play one, and we'll look at it and go, is that playable? <laughs> um, and at three, it's just horrendous to play against so you can't play with it so i think for yeah. uh, okay, so sorry my story with this was i'm gonna tell the story about my really bad 
run in M20 draft later. But one of the ones was just my opponent just went three drop, four drop, five drop creature. I stabilized the board and then they just untap and go destroy your land. Your creatures can't block and get exactly killed by their creatures. Game two, board in a bunch of stuff and the exact same thing happens. And it just, when it's good, it's really good. But when it's bad, you never even know your opponent had it because they don't cast it. (laughs) So that's why it feels so bad when you lose to it. Um, here's the little guy I like. Sedge Scorpion, one green for a 1-1 one, one with Death Touch. It's a scorpion. It's good. Yeah. Very one, good. One this, these in my green deck. This dude holds back this 7-7 seven, seven beast, yeah. this guy does. And uh, he's, he's t- a- two wombo combos with this card. Wombo combo? Number one, Rabid Bite, deals damage uh, yes. equal to the power's toughness, so Death Touch carries over. I know. I wasn't so sure about that. I, yeah. I, it happened to me, and then I had the opportunity to do it back, and I don't know if I did it or not. I had a bit yeah. of a melt. I think it's on that... Maybe on the video, the video. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna check it out. Uh, yeah, my meltdown video. And the, my other <laughs> favorite later one on, is um, uh, Mask of Immolation. Also deals damage from the creature. So it's oh, okay. an equipment. You equip it to the scorpion, and then you sacrifice the scorpion to deal one damage to any target, and it kills anything because because it says any da- any combat damage done by the. <laughs> I, uh, so death touches any damage this creature deals, yeah. and Mask of Immolation. The creatures dealing the damage, not the Let me ask you a question. Have you been playing any Vials of Dragonfire for two colorless mana as it's an artifact? And for two, and tapping it and sacrificing it, you can deal two damage to target creature. Unfortunately, yes. You did. If you yeah. have four mana, card. four mana, do two damage. Yeah, you've got to kill nonsense like the 3-2 Angel for five mana. Yeah. You've got to kill Risen Reef. You've got to kill like, like things like Sedge Score. There's just like just enough utility creatures that you just need to, something to snipe Also, them. just... When do these disappear when you're drafting? Where are they going to go? You can get them pretty late. Yeah, I was... Yeah, yeah. you still get them pretty Unless late. Unless there's that guy. Uh, <laughs> so there's a card called Renowned Weaponsmith that can search this and heart pierce a bow up from your deck. Yep. Um, if you have that, you actually kind of want these because then it's a creature that draws you a, a removal spell. Yeah. Like a mediocre removal spell, in, but in, still... In the deck I'm playing online in draft, I have two of the green hate card main mm-hmm. deck. Yeah. And if I if I'm not playing against green, I board them out for a vial of dragonfire and one of those guys. Mm. Cool. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh our first uncommon is Herald of the Sun. Four and two white for a creature angel. It's a four four. It's got flying, and you can pay three and a white to put a plus one plus one counter on another target creature with flying. Mana sink, anyone? Tis a house. Oh, yeah, I think it's just quite good. It's big and beefy, and it's a way to win the game. I it's a little bit above Sarah some of the Andrew. neg three stuff. Yeah, mm. uh, it, it, I don't know if it's better than Cloud Kinsir, though, because white is reasonably poor. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. Cloud Kinsir just, like, it's it's got half the body for half the mana and draws you a card. And if you tap out for this angel... They spend their premium removal on it immediately, whereas Cloud Conceal yeah. is kind of like has already mm. dealt them six eight damage by the time you're doing that. I actually think Cloud Conceal is a better card than this in this format so far. But. If you say yeah, if, you, if, you, say if you're playing some weenie flyers earlier on and they're still there when you cast this mm. though, you start to feel pretty good because you start beefing up the whole lot. I'm but. never going to cut this from a white deck, but pick you're never going to play one. a white deck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing my is, lesson. for a draft deck, you would want one. Maybe two things that cost six or seven. Yeah, you would 
literally play draft, up yeah. to 10 Cloud Kinsias. Yeah, you just play 10 Cloud Kinsias. <laughs> it's <laughs> in sealed. Yeah. In sealed, however, I've been feeling bulletproof, like, for heavy heavy tail end lots of like or just or just stick a bunch of beef in there too I many so. too many like you know six mana seven mana kids i'm not really a lot worried about yeah. it because we'll get there you, <laughs> you will get there because sealed is so slow and my least favorite one of my least favorite games of sealed i played was my opponent played this and was making one of his creatures infinitely large but had so many blockers that eventually it was like griffin center would just attack with yeah. every, every turn and then once he played a second one and they started buffing each other and then all of his... Cre- oh, it, oh, it ground out. It was really horrendous, <laughs> but yeah. No. I'm leaving the card on, on camera because I'm thinking for those watching on stream, mm. it, you watch, you're looking at the card, we're talking about something else because mm. if I pass it down there. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, this- After Herald of the Sun, we have Apostle of Purifying Light. Mm. Uh, also, a white card. Yeah. One and a white for... I don't believe I've seen this card before. Mm. Uh, it's a human cleric creature. It's a 2-1. Uh, it's got protection from black. And for two, you can exile target card from a graveyard. I may have played Soul Salvage while my opponent had four mana up and they oh, just exiled no. the two creatures I targeted with Soul Salvage in response. Not a good time to forget that this card has some text <laughs> at the end against your black deck. Um, so I just got complete. I conceded. I was so embarrassed. Oh, really? Correct. <laughs> Correct play. <laughs> One of the things I've learned from you is play on even after you've made a hash of it. Uh, I was already so behind. I was like, the only way I get back in this game is if I get two good value creatures back from my yard. If I did Soul that salvage in- it, he's like, I'll exile them in response. And I was like, I concede. Uh, I, would, I would even concede in paper. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't concede in paper. I'd be like, I knew that. I was just making you waste your mana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, our third uncommon is... Overgrowth Elemental. Uh, it's two and a green for a 3-2 creature elemental. When Overgrowth Elemental enters the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one counter on another target elemental you control because you will have hundreds by then. Whenever another creature <laughs> you control dies, you gain one life. If that creature was an elemental, put a plus one, plus one counter on Overgrown Elemental. Overgrowth Elemental. Yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, it's good. kind of just does a little bit of everything. There aren't heaps and heaps of two-drop elementals which is like the perfect curve yeah there are some good one drop ones but i don't really love them um so i i just like going cloud consider on turn three turn four play this make it into a a three two flyer and then if it dies this gets bigger and you gain some life yeah also just don't feel bad about playing it on turn three no yeah just play it as a three two yeah all right i'm gonna peel off the back and we've got a chandra awakened inferno what no, it's the oh, emblem. God, em- I was like, emblem. what? Peeling off the back. And then the land card is going to be a... Ooh, Scoured Barons. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, and so for our rare for Santa, Santino at home, it is... Ooh, yeah. Temple of Silence. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Scryland, uh, the black-white one. It's pretty tidy. Yeah. I'd play that in your black-white decks i think is yeah i even played in my unless i'm really 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 low curve and need to hit my land drops i actually just play it in all my white or black decks yeah well i did that that's what pat was telling me to do with uh, temple mm. of milady and i did yeah to, it's to me it's just like it's nice it's, if you draw it on turn one two or three generally you can fit your curve around it play it as your last land or whatever and then when you draw it late and you scry and you scry a card you don't want away 
it's a land that replaced itself, so I'm, I'm pretty yeah. happy with yeah. that. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Santino, you got a bit of value there. Have that one and... You guys can pack that up. Uh, well, what would you what would you take? I think I'm just going to take Cloud Concealer. I think it keeps me open to blue based flyers or blue green blue red elementals, and it's less constricting than the green one, which I think is just not as powerful. Yeah. as Cloud Concealer. I think I you you the same. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all agreeing. I, that's a pretty good one. I would preface this by saying if there was a removal, an actual removal spell in the pack, I would pick that. Yeah. Oh, oh I yeah. think it was pacifism. That's my I pick that. Okay. Yeah. Remember my rabid. That's yeah. <laughs> my yeah. rabid. My yeah, rabid. But, but bone splinters is conditional removal because mm-hmm. you have to have something. So yeah. that you don't mind killing as well. Yeah. yeah. And and sometimes that's really great. But when you don't have it, you don't have it. Yep. Yeah. I can see it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Joe Stevie or Steve A has an excellent point. I would be taking the temple. Um, I don't like drafting for value though. I wouldn't play on you arena. Would, I would because I, I want my rare collection. Yeah, see, I wouldn't do it for that. I wouldn't yeah. either because I get all the cards eventually anyway. And see, my goal from limited <laughs> our goals are very different. From yeah. <laughs> my, my goal from limited is to get as much of the cards oh, as can I, I can, oh, sorry. so I can stop playing limited. <laughs> Uh, Joe oh, uh, yeah. on stream says the temples are actually very powerful and they just think that they're more... I personally don't think that they're more powerful than a Cloud Seer, even though they don't take up a slot in your deck. Yeah. And Black-White is... Black-White's really good. I mean, I don't, I don't mind playing Black-White, but that's almost like taking a gold card, isn't it, and saying, all right, I'm doing that now. It's Yeah, it's like white... There's, there's four combinations that white could go with and four combinations out of a possible ten that black could go with so it's only seven because one of them is white black so seven out of ten chance you're going to be playing the white black temple in your deck still don't think it's as powerful as a cloud can see i I think it's a bad example Mm -hmm. so i think a better example would be you are already in the elementals deck Mm -hmm. pack two you open a cloud can see and an on color scryland Mm-hmm. You still As, take Cloud Concealer then, right? I, I think you do. Yeah. But I think that's where the argument becomes interesting. Yeah, whereas, yeah, sure. whereas this is like pretty hypothetical number, pick one, pack one. Yeah, and yeah. I think you will always take the creature over the land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just need things to kill him with. Temple's never win. Yeah, I mean, look, if, if you need it for your standard collection or you want to have it in your arena collection, like just take the temple yeah, yeah, every do, yeah. time. But All right, well, we've got another, another pack to bust. Let's um, go. Our winner of pack two, do you want to announce? Yeah, it's Kyle Haddleton. Hey, well done, Kyle. Um, uh, Sant- if Santino's on the stream and wants to watch this uh, packet get busted as well, it might be a bit of a heartache. <laughs> just in case, it, just in case. <laughs> Look away. Which, which, did you get the right pack? Uh, and see if we can summon Kyle from the, from from the, the internet. Ether. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. We, I think I think we're all all going for Cloudkin. I think uh, Joe Joe on the string. All right, pack two. We won't read the second. If it's a repeat card, we won't go through it again. Uh, Frilled Sea Serpent four and two blue for a four six serpent five and for five and two blue. Frilled Sea Serpent can't be blocked this turn. See a traditional big blue end of game. Yeah, I I don't think blue is lacking end game in this set. You don't need a seven drop with a, a six drop with a powerful seven drop activated ability. But 
if you need someone to close out the game and the board's been stalling out, then sure, you might, might yeah. play it. It's not an elemental serpent. It's not an elemental serpent. <laughs> they could have right. just made an elemental serpent. And it <laughs> yeah, they probably could have. Yeah. Um, Act of Treason. It's a, an old favourite, or an old card anyway. Uh, two and a red for sorcery. Gain control of target creature until end of turn. Untap that creature. It gains haste until end of turn. There's a black-red sacrifice deck I've heard rumours about, but I still don't think that it's good. It's, mm. You've got to have sack outlets and yeah. a bunch of these, and it's not really Do you think or, people just get greedy by wanting the sack outlet, or is it quite good fun just to steal their stuff, beat them over the head with it, and give it them back? Uh, yeah, but the problem is you're playing two and a red to deal them X damage only if they have no creatures that profitably block the thing you steal. So you always steal their best thing, so usually it's like three plus damage at sorcery speed yeah but like there's so many situations in which it's so bad i just never play it yeah yeah there are a fair amount of decks that play one and exactly one and never more than one Mm -hmm. okay um inspiring captain three and a white for a three three creature human knight when inspiring captain enters the battlefield creatures you control get plus one plus one until end of turn here's a here's a go wide yeah Go wide, man. Really good in the blue-white flyers deck because they have lots of just kind of okay flyers like Cloud Conceer and Griffin Sentinel. And mm. this just means you get one big attack in, you protect yourself on the ground a little bit, and then it's easier to finish him off. And it's still a 3-3 three, three body it's on the ground. still a 3-3, three, three, yeah, so it's, it's a pretty, pretty, nice. pretty respectable attacker. Yep. Um, our next card is Anticipate. One in a blue for an instant. A look at the top three cards of your library. Put one of them into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. Eh? Just, <laughs> just fine. Uh, I don't I never... think I've ever played this in Limited. Yeah, I think I, I played it in the first time it got printed, like in Dragons of Takia or something, the, the NASA artwork. Cause like, it's just not good. It's just not good. You, you it's never card re- selection. It it, yeah. Mm. Like in Constructed it works because you get to choose the best card yeah. and it's Constructed, so the best card will be very good. But even still, it's almost not good enough for Constructed. Yeah, exactly. Gift of Paradise. Having a bit of mileage out of this one. Mm. Two and a green for an enchantment aura. Enchant land when Gift of Paradise enters a battlefield, you gain three life. Enchanted land has tap it and add two mana of any one colour. Yeah, good, yeah. That is quite delightful. Mm, lovely. I played my first sealed on Arena, and I had two of these in my deck because I thought it was the one that put a 1-1 counter on it. <laughs> yeah, it's worse than Boy, that was I surprised. Yeah. The gaining three life is quite nice because I'm often <laughs> playing this in decks where I don't have many two drops, and then I just go... Yeah, you play the two drop or whatever, I just like gain three life. And then you play five drop on turn four and they go, oh, okay, sure, yeah, right on. Um, All right. Uh, Oh, this guy gets a lot of play. Um, Sanitarium Skeleton, one black for a one-two creature skeleton. Pay three, two two and a black, and return Sanitarium Skeleton from your graveyard to your hand. Yeah, quite quite good. I beat a 6-6 with this. Ow. Definitely. I blocked Played. 10 times and attacked with a 2-2 flyer. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he literally just kept attacking with his, like, 6 uh, you gotta keep you got to type your mana. Yeah, you I know. Gotta, so you don't have that, all that mana spare. It seems like it's annoying, but if eventually it just doesn't really help anybody out, does it? Yeah. yeah, I haven't played it but in this set, um, but it just seems like... It, at it, first you're going, ugh, and then you just keep it's attacking. It's like a 4-mana tapper. Only for ground creatures 
and it ties up your mana and you can pay an installment like one and then three. The the upside of this is when you have things like bone splinters in your deck and you get a little bit yeah. of value out of sacrificing a body you'll just get back later. Mm. Um, but it just not you never ever want to first pick this. You pick it up later if you can Yeah. Um Maniacal Rage, one and a red for an enchantment aura. Enchant creature, enchanted creature gets plus two, plus two, and can't block. This is not a that, good pick. That last yeah, it's bit. really, really bad. Poor pack so far. That last bit is really kind of can't block. horrible. Yeah, I'm, I, I had an opponent try to do this with um, Scorch Spitter against me. So they go, turn one, Scorch Spitter. Turn two, Maniacal Rage, attack for four. And then I like put pacifism on it. And then they <laughs> yeah. Like, they just look like a goose, like. It's really dumb. That's the old play, isn't it? Don't your eyes light up when you've got something <laughs> like that and they've and they've put all these cards on yeah. one? And if you ever almost played it and thought, I wonder if they're going to put something else on it. <laughs> yeah, I sure <laughs> hope they do. Unsummon! Have you, have you done the Regisaur, rotting Regisaur pacifism yet? No. Yeah, I've that had would be nice. Yeah. Uh, oh, against pre- you. I did it pre-release. Oh. A two-headed giant game, it locked the one player out of the game. It was uh, great. My, my least favourite thing is Arena doesn't set an upkeep stop. Yeah. So I, um, they put pacifism on it and I had murder in my hand. And I went, cool, before I draw my card for the turn, I'll murder their best creature. And it just went, oh, you've only got one card in hand? Just discard it. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was thinking what about the that. Oh. So it doesn't give you a chance to respond to the trigger unless you set a stop. Oh. Because it's a weird, you don't often Yeah, set it's a weird stop in uh, up, yeah. So if you only have PSA, if you only have one card in hand and a Regisaur out and you want to cast it, you have to set the stop before the turn passes back to you. Because you can unsummon it into their hand and in the upkeep with the stage. On the stack, yeah. And then they have to discard the mm. actual card that started the trigger. Yeah, <laughs> which is, which is <laughs> a weird one. Here's, here's a, a card we've seen plenty of times Centaur Corsa, two and a green for a 3 3. It's a Centaur Warrior. Oh, good. Non-elemental, though. So. I remember when this card was full up. Moving on. You know when you know when you just you know when I said you just want to fill up your your deck with with dudes like the um yeah. the two two vigilance. Mm. This guy always gets a ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's probably other three mana three thieves just go. Ugh, it's just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, a oh, bone clad necromancer, three and two blacks for a three three. Creature, human wizard, when bone-clad necromancer enters the battlefield, you may exile target creature card from a graveyard. If you do, create a 2-2 black zombie creature token. Yes, pretty fine. It's five. currently the best card in the pack. Yeah, five mana, five, five, five. toughness. So five, five, it very, very rarely misses by turn five. It's Particularly because just... you can exile something of theirs. It's just solid. Uh, the, the bodies do get outclassed pretty quickly, yeah. so you're not. It's not a very good attacking force, but and you're not um, you synergizing with really anything, are you? No, you I, really I've had quite one. a few decks with this, and it's just like you play it on turn five, and you just you can't do anything with them. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's just fine. This is fine. Glad Kyle's not tuning in so far. <laughs> Santina has done well. Thanks. Undead Servant, three and a black for a 3-2 zombie. When Undead Servant enters the battlefield, create a 2-2 black zombie creature token for each card named Undead Servant in your graveyard. Are you going to commit? I had a blue-black deck with four of these in it. Yep. And lots of ways to discard them so that the first one I cast got value. Still worse than both. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering where that was going. It's just like, I was like, I've done it, I've 
done, I've built the deck that this is. Oh no, it's still bad. It's yeah, just yeah. like wow, that's a crushing indictment. Oh, then just don't shit, play it. Then yeah, yeah, it's just bad. It's wow. so poor. Yeah, the body is so bad. Even if you had six, you can't <laughs> cast it till turn four, and the first one doesn't get you anything apart from a three two for four, and then the next one only gets you. 5-4 power of toughness and you had to work and that's if you drawn oh god I was so disappointed I hoped it would be good yeah mm. Lightning Stormkin a blue and a red for a 2-2 two, two flyer elemental wizard it's also got haste it's a gold card mm. it's quite good it's, it's pretty good yeah. are you first picking it? I'm first picking it so far this guy's oh, okay. pretty fancy yeah I just like blue red blue red flyers um, lots of elemental synergies it's just like it's, it's yeah. on a different power level compared to the stuff in this pack it's just yeah that's fair yeah. you've got loads of stuff going on here yeah it's a gold card yeah it's two colours but it's an elemental and it's pretty yeah pretty tasty and, and and if you end up blue red it's just like always a good card in your deck and it's just so much like when we say don't take gold cards first when the rest of the pack is this mediocre you kind of just bank on yeah. this being good it, this is also one of those guys even if you got it out on curve so you play it on two and you attack you, this is the sort of card that um can attract premium removal, mm. which you're quite happy about if you've got something that you don't want to yeah. attract premium removal to yeah. follow it up on your three or fourth drop, right? And, and also, like, you, you play this, you attack, you get two, and immediately they go, yeah, cool, I'm tap, I'll just pacifism it or whatever. And then you go cloud consume, and they go, oh, that was just another one, wasn't there? Yeah. Like, there's always <laughs> just another thing, but this thing, yeah, it's pretty threatening. Yeah. Joe's saying on the stream, it has been a pretty weak pack so far. Poor don't pack. say that too loudly, Joe. Kyle's, Kyle's winning Poor this Kyle. pack. And the next card... Goblin Ringleader. Three and a red for a 2 2 uh, creature goblin. He's got haste, and when Goblin Ringleader enters the battlefield, reveal the top four cards of your library. Put all goblin cards revealed this way into your hand, and the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. This is a reprint from quite an old set. Yeah. Old, old uh, it's just not good enough. No, it has not way, aged well. No, it has not aged I was well. reviewing the set for Gobbo cards to go in my Gobbo Arme. Spell A R M E H. Gobbo Arme. Gobbo Arme. And um, I did decide, I said no. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't it just go. It doesn't work. Yeah. No. Uh, it's a constructed card, but even still, you're paying four for a 2 2 that draws you two or. We haven't had any cards. repeat cards yet, though. That is weird. Uh, <laughs> we did, we've, this is one we mentioned earlier on, though. Renowned Weaponsmith, one and a blue for a 1 3. Creature Human Artificer. Uh, you can tap him and add two colorless. Uh, mana, spend this mana only to cast artifact spells or activate abilities of artifacts, or you can pay blue and tap it and search your library for a card named Heart Piercer Bow or Vial of Dragonfire. See conversation we had earlier. Reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. Oh, it's just still not powerful enough to no. first pick. It's just like, you want one in your deck. And Currently you... in this deck, in this pack. I'm you think you take it? it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, I think that's pretty reasonable. I think against a gold card, when you're like, if you have it from pack one, pick one, you can then be the guy who just picks up like six. Yeah, and then he just taps to get removal and Every time, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. We got an elemental token. Cool. We got a Blossoming Sands. Yep. And our rare... Is I feel like I'm just going to snap off whatever rare it is. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Dungeon Geist. Oh god, this card's so gross. Uh, yeah. I hate oh, this card. So too disgusting. Two and disgusting. two blues. There we go. That's two for the show. We're way above limit. <laughs> um, two two blues for a three three creature spirit uh, with flying. Uh, when Dungeon Geist enters the battlefield, tap target creature and opponent controls. That creature doesn't untap. 
during its controller's untapped step for as long as you control... Oh, Dungeon Geists. Downside of this card, they kill the Dungeon Geist immediately, you got nothing out of it. No, that can happen with any card. Creature. You tap their creature for one turn, sorry. Yeah. But that can happen with any card. It can happen with any card, so... Well, Let's look no. at best case scenario. Cloud can see it, and does the battlefield you still draw a card? You still draw a card. So it can't happen with any card, David. <laughs> uh, yeah, this card is absolutely bonkers because it's like a, a creature that, as long as it survives, is oblivion ringing their thing. And it's completely out of action. And I hate playing against it. It's just it's so gross. I'm so, seeing it all so the time. So that's rare. What was your. What was your we were going with Lightning Stormkin for the uncommon common pick. No, uh, I'm picking the, the weapon smith. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd take the oh. blue, I'd take the blue red card first uh, first pick if there was. I no think I would. Are you taking the weapon smith? Yeah. I just don't. I just don't trust that card. Mm. I can't look it in the eyes and saying, "Yeah, I'm playing you." Yeah, you're great. No, that's yeah. not going to happen. All right, we'll uh, blob right here. We're we'll right back with MTG card quiz. Here it comes. MTG Card Quiz, six, seven, land hand, it's a real quiz. It's not a fake quiz, it's a real quiz. MTG Card Quiz, question one, M20. Name the story spotlight cards for Core 2020. Duh. Duh. Oh, I should remind everyone, this is a four-point game. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Ah, not been doing yet. Ah, <laughs> No internet. How are you streaming then, Joe? No internet for me. Huh? Let's see how we stack oh, up. Oh, no, he's saying no internet cheating for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, good, good, good. Um, sorry for listeners. I was talking directly to the, the stream conversation. Oh, Please uh, join in on our next uh, main Sunland Hill podcast. Guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Question two. Mm-hmm. Slightly spoiled by a conversation we've had earlier. Doesn't always happen. Mm. But if you listen carefully, you should be already... This, be, this is points in the bag. Ribscale Predator is printed as a dinosaur creature in M20, but it hasn't always been. What type of creature was it previously, and in which set did it appear? Oh, I can't believe I said the exact answers to this. That's so absurd. Maybe Aaron got it wrong earlier on. Ribscale Predator is printed as a dinosaur creature in M20, but it hasn't always been. What type of creature was it previously, and in which set did it appear? You know they write a death death mist raptor as well. That used to be a a different creature type. Death mist rap raptor. No, death mist rap. I'm inventing. You mean the one? I'm inventing new musical genres. One green green three three. Yeah, yeah, because that was a beast, which was always super weird. Yeah, Yeah. but but they didn't have dinosaur as a subtype until. Oh really? Is that why? I don't know. So it's been eroded to be a dinosaur now. Oh, that's dope. We do we do the answers at the end, Joe. So don't don't commit early. You might be able to cheat off their answers. Mm-hmm. Um, in Corset 2020, there is a Wizards of the Coast crossover card with Dungeons and Dragons with the Dungeons and Dragons universe. Which card is this? Nice. I have no fucking idea. In Corset 2020, there is a Wizards of the Coast crossover card with a Dungeons and Dragons universe. Which oh, card it, is was this? It, was it made by Watsy? No, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't think anything was made by Watsy. It's all been bought and it's made by Gary Gygax. I got bought by Watsy. Now they are, are you not remembering my thing where, like, I always thought Watsy, Watsy was, was a person. Oh, a person. Oh, sorry. No, I did forget that. Watsy. Uh, that was right. embarrassing. <laughs> That's so good. All right, back to the top. Back to the top. 
Yeah. MTG Card Quiz, M20. Name the story Spotlight Cards for Corset 2020. Who wants to go first? Kian, you laugh. You go first. I don't even know what it's called. I have Chandra's belt thingy. Regu- regulator. Regulator. Yeah, that, that, that one. Okay. Is there are you any more? No. That's, I'm out. That was it. One in and you're out. I think it's the two little Chandras. So Chandra Acolyte of Flame and Chandra Novice Pyromancer. The answer is what Joe had on the stream. There aren't any. Oh, that's what and I And there was no story support for this set either. And I believe that's something we've all enjoyed. <laughs> Yay! But then why are there just randomly three Chandras? Joe's, yeah. Joe's already won. <laughs> uh, oh, Joe, you're already in front. No, you haven't won. You're already in front. Oh, he was just saying, oh, I can't think of any for question one. You're like, that's the answer. No. I know, I'm going, shut up, Joe. Don't say anything. All right. Uh, question two. Uh, Aaron, you're going first on this. Ripscale Predator is printed as a dinosaur creature in M20, but it hasn't always been. What type of creature was it previously, and in which set did it appear? Beast? Gate Crash? Ken? I mean, I said Beast, but I said Rivals of Ixalan because it was in Rivals. No, it wasn't. That, is it in Ixalan? No. Uh, what oh. have we got? We've got Aaron. Oh, is that Ian. just when I'm they gonna, routed it? That's when they oh. routed it, yeah. I'm going to put Joe in on the score as well. I'm going to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Ripscale Predator was a lizard. Oh, oh no. And the set it was from... Is gate crash. Yeah. So Aaron gets a point for that. Keen, yes. you remembered the wrong bit. Yep, 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 um, yeah. It's weird that it was a lizard and Death Miss Raptor was a beast. Yeah, that's so fucked up. <laughs> uh, in Corset 2020, there is a Wizards of the Coast crossover card with the Dungeons and Dragons universe. Keen, what have you got? N A. Ah, not applicable? Yep. I thought you should have gone with Chandra's Regulator again. Yeah. Although Chandra's probably going to be... Throwing. Probably not. No. Aaron, what do you got? Bag of Holding. Bag of Holding it is. Oh, is it? D- oh that's yeah, so dope. Thing. I yeah, like that, yeah. Uh, endless bag. And, like, I've had a bag with, like, a, a dinosaur in it, a, yeah. like, a mountain and a plains. Joe gets one for, for Gate Crash on the stream, and he's gone, easy, beast, Gate Crash. We listened to it before. Yeah, but, Joe, you were listening to Aaron, and he was talking rubbish. Bag of holding, a bag of holding appears to be a common cloth sack to, of, of about two by four feet. It opens into a non-dimensional space similar to a magic satchel. Like a uh, Poppins bag. Or a pocket dimension, making the space larger inside than it is outside. Each bag of holding always weighs the same amount, between 50, 15 and 60 pounds, that's 6.8 kilos. Regardless of what is put into it, it can store a combined weight of up to 40 times its own weight and a combined volume of 30 to 250 cubic feet, seven metres third cubed. A living creature put into a bag of holding will suffocate suffocate after about 10 minutes. Oh, interesting I didn't fact. know that bit. If a bag of holding is overloaded or if a sharp object pierces it from outside or inside, the bag will rupture and be ruined and the contents will be lost forever in nil space. <gasps> And then this is the best, best bit. This is like where the magic playing comes in. In the physics of Dungeons & Dragons, putting a bag of holding inside a portable hole will cause a rift to be opened to the astral plane and both <laughs> items will be lost forever. If a portable hole is placed within a bag of holding, it instead opens a gate to the astral plane, sucking in every creature in a 10-foot radius and destroying both the bag and the hole. The contents of the bags are either scattered throughout the astral plane or destroyed. That's incredible. Now we can all play... 
Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, <laughs> now we know one rule. Yeah. Um, I think that they should have put uh, a bit of trinket text on the card that says, if a creature has been exiled with Bag of Holding for more than three turns, like, put it back in your graveyard. It would suffocate after ten yeah, minutes. It would suffocate, so you can't get it back out of the bag. It would be dead, so it goes back to the graveyard. Uh, Joe, didn't, Joe didn't get the bag of holding, so he's conceded to you, Aaron. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. The usual process. Well, we, mm. well later on we play mm. flavor text, mm. but I'd, you've probably got to go to bed. So, <laughs> um, yeah, see so you've lost. But Aaron's, Aaron's leading 2-0-1. Yes. I won't say who the zero is. Matt, you, Ken, you've got, to, you've got to come back and beat Joe in didn't flavor Ken text. Gate, didn't Ken take gate crash? No, he said no. <laughs> Yeah, made a hash of it. Oh, dear. All right, that was uh, MTG Card Quiz. We're, uh, we're, we'll be right back after, I think it's the red button. This is for our main segment. Oh, straight into it. We didn't even have a break. Oh, we just, yeah. We could have just, just, just kept on going. down and then I was right back in. And normally what we do in that break is decide what we're going to talk about. We did do it. So we're just going to jump straight into M20. How's it been going? What's the impact? Sealed. London Mulligan. Let's start there. Let's start with the London Mulligan, yeah. That was introduced. Let's talk with the comprehensive play with a little change. bit. Um, yeah. Hello, my name's Aaron Graham, and I mainly play Limited Magic the Gathering. Limited is sealed and draft, and the new Mulligan rule's really good for me. Hello, my name's David Wildsmith, and I play the London Mulligan. <laughs> When I play Magic. Yeah, I think... And it's been really good. I've enjoyed it. Did you read that article about the store that was fighting back against London Mulligan? so stupid. So, so (laughs) crazy. He was like, it's my patriotic right. I don't want it. To not use it. And Wizards were like, we'll revoke your status. And he was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is he upset? Because because it wasn't American. There's plenty of Londons in America. Can't he just pretend? No, he, he said... We don't agree with the new Mulligan rule, so we're going to keep using the old one in store. And we're just like, you cannot do that. And he was like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, over to you. We've already done our intros for the uh, London Mulligan segment. My name is Ken DeVries Tunnell, and I play a lot of constructed, mostly standard. And while the London Mulligan might be better for me, I don't like it. <gasps> That's interesting that you think that it's better for you <laughs> and you don't like it. It feels bad, man. Why? It's very putting cards on the bottom. Uh, oh, it's the feeling of yeah. seeing seven and then being like, uh. Also, it makes But sometimes when you shuffle that deck in future games, that card will be already on the bottom. Yeah. But you, you can't... Um, <laughs> Point taken. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the, the other thing is I've found that keeping sixes are a lot harder. Mm-hmm. As in I don't keep sketchy hands as much. Because you sketchy you, sixes, yeah. Because okay. you could keep a sketchy six because you kind of knew you got to scry, so you could kind of craft the next turn or two. I, I, I think this is because I have oh. been feeling the same thing, but I, I think it's purely a feel thing, yeah. Because I think mathematically, you're more likely to definitely see that land and then be able to keep yeah. it in your hand. And if you're on the play, can have you it say in your hand as opposed to? You losing a draw step to it. Step Mulligan one is down to six is not as good as every subsequent one. Wasn't it something like that, didn't you say? Uh, we, we think that the six is really comparable, but then the That's multi five is better infinitely than, better yeah, so than, than before. previous. My, my hypothesis is like the six is like 99% as good as the overall. Yeah, so it was slightly better before. I, but... But it's so close, I think, that yeah, it's, it's difficult it, for us yeah. to... But 
it does feel bad to me. Like, but what happens I, when I you like scribe and you went, nah, and put it on the bottom? Then you knew you weren't going to draw it, and that mm-hmm. felt great. Yeah, it, like, it, it did feel like a little bit more agency once you looked at it, the six, but I just love looking at seven and being yeah. like, now it's a tactical decision to be like, do I keep my fourth land here or do I ship the six drop or, yeah. or, or what? And I've won on multiple moles to five now and I just feel like oh, I could never good. have done that before. Is, I, is the next mulligan step then to either put the card on the bottom or the top? No, that's Ooh. way too good. Is it way too good? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Feel, I, I, I am not, I'm not being facetious here. I feel like I know that it's wrong. Yeah. But can you explain? Can you explain why? The game is no longer random. Because oh, so, you've said this before. The no, game's random in so many different ways, though. So on a six, right? That is the exact same as the scry rule because yeah, you yeah, just scry it. it. Yeah. On top. Yeah, yeah. But at the point where you've like multi four. So, so like, think about uh, legacy or modern. Oh, yeah, that's too good. When when you've got like some kind of combo, or like, yeah, but that's what we said before: is that Mm. the the London, even the London Mulligan rule doesn't really work for other formats. And we're saying there should be different uh, Mulligan rules for different stores. And I bet you that that dude has probably just got like a commander store or something Mm. like Um, some ridiculous idea. Here's here's the super clean way of saying it. I just figured it out. In Legacy, there are some really fucking weird situations where you brainstorm to then put something on top of your deck to protect yourself from a Thoughtseize. Oh, now this... And and if you were able to put cards from your mulligan on top and you knew your opponent was playing discard, Mm. you would be like, it's kind of advantageous to be on, like, five Uh, so that you can put your important card two cards down or whatever. And and that's like... That's a weird place to be. That that gets us back to a couple of months ago where we decided there should be different mulligan rules for, for different, different formats. formats. And I don't think that's a bad thing either. I, it's, it's, it's possible it could come up in standard where if you've, you go into game three and you've seen them play multiple duress. Or thought erasure. Or thought erasure. And then, um, and then you mulligan to five knowing that cards in the first few turns aren't so important. You just keep a hand of all lands and you put your spells on the top, then they go, Jurassic! And then you got all lands, and then you go, ha ha! Yeah. But then you. Yeah, but that's it's pretty very convoluted. conditional. Yeah, and it's very, very conditional. But, but that's why that mulligan rule can't be a thing. It will be. Ooh, all right. Maybe. <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't. Maybe. Know. maybe. Oh, should I? No, I'm going to say it. I'm saying, I'm saying it on the 16th of July 2019. I'm saying it. David Wildsmith. It's going to happen. Premonitions. <laughs> yeah. That's Mulligan it. to the top of the library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All um, right. So that's London. Mulligan. Yeah. Covered. I, I think uh, I've, in, in, my, in my magic history, I've won on one Mulligan to four one time. Really? Only once? Only once. I'm yeah. on like five. Pre-London? On a multi four? Yeah. Pre-London? Pre-London, yeah. Oh. Mate, when you play with Lanorels, shit happens. <laughs> Goddamn Lanorels. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but I mostly play limited, so yeah, I don't yeah. often multi four because you, you just stop at five because you're like, nah, I've lost this game. Uh, but multi five, I think you can, like, before you, one of the many reasons you didn't really want to play aggro decks in limited whether they be sealed or draft was because you would your mulligan would look so bad and now you can actually look at a hand and go two lands two yeah. drop two drop two drop and win those games so i, I really i really I, I do worry that it is making 
the mulligan phase even more complicated. Yeah, I, I am worried about that as well. In in terms of like, yeah, I actually think it's to my advantage. I think it's to my because advantage because well, yeah. I can make the decisions pretty cleanly. Right now, it's taking me some time because I'm like mm. not used to it. But after a while, I've had I some think really interesting yeah. decisions where I like, I uh, it's like three lands, three drop, three drop, four drop, five drop, and I go. I guess I discarded one of my three drops and it yeah. feels so weird to put like your slightly, like your ferocious pup on the bottom of your deck yeah. Um, because you're banking on hitting the fours and fives and you think that's the best chance to win the game. But that's a pretty high level strategic play that people just maybe aren't doing if they're starting out. They're going to make, oh, um, when they change that rule, when if you draw too many cards, your opponent gets a look at your hand and take one. Yeah. I won a game when I... Hang on. That's not, is that an old this rule? In, no, this is in competitive tournaments. Which is the current rule. Which is the current rule. If you yeah. get more than seven cards. So, so, say, oh. so say a mulligan uh, or, or I, go, I draw a card and then I draw a card and then I draw another card. Yeah. The fix used to be I get a game loss immediately. Now oh. I reveal all the cards and my opponent chooses which one gets shuffled into my deck. Okay. So, so say oh, I go... I think I missed a step. So anyway. say I go befuddle your creature. Yeah. Minus four, minus four, draw a card. And then we th- I think about combat for a bit and they go, I didn't draw a card from Befuddle, draw it, look at it, see it, add it to yes. my hand. Then my opponent goes, you already drew the card. Before the fix used to be you get a game loss immediately. Yeah. Because you, you could cheat by adding sure. more cards to your hand. But now and then you, to, and you could just throw one that was not yeah. the one, yeah. Now they, your opponent gets to look at your hand and take the best card out of it, which they thought was the most punishing way that wasn't just making you lose a game immediately. Yeah. This happened to me once, I did it by accident. My opponent looked at my hand and took the card I wanted the least in my hand. <laughs> no, it happens so like, often, doesn't thanks. it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was just like, that was an example of my opponent having the rules work against them as the inexperienced player. Yeah. And that I used to happen in the, cool. you know, the, that, um, what was it? The black blue, um, decks that we were playing a couple of sets ago. Oh yeah. And they'd take the wrong thought. Thing. Yeah. Thought erasure. Yeah. And, sort of stuff. And, then and you, you, yeah. And then they'd like, someone would like thought sees you and take your thought sees and you're like, that's not what you take in this matchup. You've already lost. It's yeah. going to take me 20 turns to kill you, but you've already <laughs> lost. You idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right, what's been what's been the um, what's been the hot pick? What's been uh, something that you just loved playing with? That if you saw it right now in M twenty, you'd be like, "Oh yeah," and you'd be. I'll talk very quickly, broadly about format. This is the first sealed format I've liked more than the draft format for for a long time. Oh really? I'm really looking forward to playing draft. Yeah, I, haven't, I, I haven't played a draft yet. I've been playing a lot of sealed. I've played That's weird. I've played eight sealeds on arena and two in paper and. Uh, eight drafts or so and it and draft i've maybe been uh running a little rough on the variant side and just losing to mulliganing and getting a bit screwed and my opponent getting lucky and stuff but in in sealed it felt like i could really leverage building a cool great sealed pool yeah into a cohesive plan i've won with inspired charge i've won with a nine creature control deck um and in draft it feels like it's a little bit harder to get that together when it's usually the opposite. Is draft feeling like whoever can grab the best elemental cards wins? Yeah. Because I thought thought usually what happens if there's something hot like that, everybody grabs some elemental cards and it doesn't kind of work out and then it's whoever 
jumps out of elementals first and gets yeah. into something else goes well. And, and that's the downside of bot drafting. It's though. the real, and I'm going to blame bot drafting again. Oh. It's kind of ruining my experience with it. So sealed is pure. You get six packs. You build the best thing you can out of it. Mm. And usually draft is, is this self-correcting thing. But when the bots aren't living in the world we're living in, where we're like, elements is the best deck, elements is the best deck, elements is the best deck, and you get past the third pick Risen Reef and you're like, well, yeah. if this is happening to me, it's happening to 100,000 other people. And you yeah. play against someone that's got two in their deck and then but, every elemental that got opened at the table. It's like... But to the same degree, that that um, seal that I opened with uh, Chandra Awakened Inferno, the blue Cavalier mm. and Omnath in it, and <laughs> sure. I had the Temple of Mal- Malady and something else. Like, I can't the remember what the other one says. So, yeah. That would never happen in real life Ever, right? You'd never I, get like could. three no, it, mythics. It totally can. In. It can, yeah. So, okay. But usually you see someone like they'll they'll have the box there, won't they? They'll they'll dish the, the cards out of the box. Mm. And Oh the way the print runs work, I guess. Oh like in yeah, in yeah. sealed packs you could you can, can't you? It's, I'm it's thinking possible. draft yeah. Um, so yeah, it's um, here's one thing that really bugs me about sealed on arena. The fact that and and this ties into the fact that they've just increased the frequency of foils. The fact that foils don't exist on Arena means that sealed isn't the true experience. Mm-hmm. Because oh, you might get double ups of something. Or, or something. Because yeah. foils are what? Like one in six now? Uh, one in three packs. Yeah, so odds are you're going to have two foils in every seal pool you do mm-hmm. in paper. And so that it's means net more rares, net more uncommons. Well, yeah, it yeah. means that you could have more uncommons or more rares or like seven rares. And they replace commons as yeah, well. Yeah, and, and honestly, I'm like, you guys need a fix for this because mm. they're not actually one, the though, same it? thing. It's pretty. Yeah. I, 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 but I, it also affects drafting. It does like, affect drafting. It, yeah. It's a big change to both drafting and limited and upping the amount of foils only makes the experiences different and i dislike that uh, do you do you think that they should just um do, do it so like one in every three arena packs you open in draft a common is replaced with a random card card yeah yeah well just i think that's not unreasonable um it makes the swingy pulls more swingy oh in Relation to your busted pool, we played a sealed Grand Prix mm. once, uh, I think M15. Oh, the one that PJX won, actually. And we were checking out all the decks at the top tables. Oy. And the mythics at the top tables were just like uh, a soul. Yeah. Soul of Theros, soul of Chandelar. Red mythic, white mythic. <laughs> the top eight, 20 decks all had one or two. And then some dude at the top had three in his deck. He yeah. had two of the same white mythic and the red one and his yeah. deck was was un- unbeatable yeah. and in a field of 800 people one person opened three of the uncolored things and then he didn't have to do very much to get to the top of it but so it's like one in 800 that you open three uncolor mythics because yeah. i mean it was fun for me to play oh, but so good it really it really it felt like i could just switch off i mean like i said i i um played that ferocious invocation on there creature it doesn't matter keep going keep going going. i just thought yeah it's inevitable i'll just win anyway (laughs) and i did and it was just this is silly but when they say uh variance of magic exists so that the worst player in the world could win yeah any tournament that's what happened when i opened that seal (laughs) (laughs) it's it's one of those things that's on the spectrum it's like sometimes you just run hot and you've got a crazy good pool and you go Man, magic's fun when you're just like <laughs> mm, really putting it to him. The first GP I top aided, like I think it was ATQ. 
No, uh, sorry. Uh, the first GP I day twoed, mm-hmm. it was the eighth round. I was six one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was six one, and like I was just shut out of the game. Like I was playing against a control deck, definitely going to lose. I was top deck Gulmog. <laughs> like boop, and and I had I had the the manager cast it. I had zero cards in hand, nothing, and it was just like yeah. oh. Yeah, play it, you die. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, uh, I'd already cast an Ulamog that game, so I'd I'd already I'd taken his main color source, which is blue, from four sources down to two, mm-hmm. and that just took it two to zero. And he literally just, just couldn't, couldn't play. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like, did I do anything particularly skillful? Not really, but yeah. Mm. Right, let's let's bring it back to Corset twenty twenty. Yeah. So and not magic stories. I I actually have a magic Kian. thing. No, this this is like Kian. this is relevant be magic news from Standard this week. Oh, here we go. Okay, that's close enough. So my at aunt the, at the SCG Open <laughs> at the SCG Open this Star City Games. last week, mm-hmm. uh, Mono Red won. Yeah, but. The person who was piloting Mono Red in the round to the winning in was badly sunburnt, also red. No. <laughs> Communist? Cast cards from their hand when Experimental Frenzy was in play. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Twice. Cards from On the- camera? Yeah. Oh. And was not punished. Huh? So. Oh, and they won on the basis of that, I assume, because they're still participating in the game. Huh. So that's weird, though. Like this, after this they is, won the tournament, this comes out. And this, this is when it gets really weird because so the specific example is they cast a oh light up the stage. Light up the stage sure. So they cast a light up the stage from their hand, which then allowed their goblin chainwellers to get to their like fourth uh, counter, sure. which then meant like infinite mana when they had a dud on top of their library, mm-hmm. and and some people have defended this person by saying, well, they had them dead on board anyway. And that's not quite true. They probably would have won anyway, but this definitely, like, helps seal the deal. Cheating and does help seal the cheating deal. Cheating definitely yeah. helps, yeah. And, sure. and they did it twice. Yeah, and I, I feel like if you're playing at a level where you're going to win an SCG Open or something, you have some mental lock that says... When you have Experimental Frenzy out, you cannot cast cards from your hand. Yeah. And you have to be spinning out of control to really forget that and do it and keep going through the motions. Especially in, in Mono Red, because it's very... It's very... It's, yeah. You know, there's, there's, you can... You you can obviously, there's a, there's a good almost. way of... What are you even looking at your hand? There's a good way yeah. of playing it, but, and, but it's not like there's... The level of deep thinking in playing mono red aggro no, and, isn't and, as complicated and one of the as most difficult text. things is to not look at and cast cards from your hand when <laughs> you've got the experimental frenzy out but yeah uh it's Th- this is experimental this... frenzy not an m20 card i'd like to point out for those this... of you tuning in to listen to corset yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> this is where playing competitive magic in person has kind of soured for me because we are hearing all these stories of cheating just happening everywhere and like I do like that about arena how it, it course corrects you because even yeah. if you try to do something you know you're oblivious to it'll mm. say you know you can't it won't say you can't do it it'll just won't happen and you'll get infuriated because you go why can't I cast this thing yeah <laughs> uh, yeah uh, course, course that um, limited has been 
very interesting. It's been quite dominated by the kind of elemental synergies and stuff. Uh, what, what have you found success with? Corset in... Corset 2020. 2020 limited. Oh. Yeah, limited, yeah. Seal, draft. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my win rate in seals like 40%. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> brutal. Hey, um, I would like to talk about that deck that you guys were saying was rock solid and I was like, mm-hmm. nope, I don't know what I'm doing. It was like, it was terrible. What sort of, um, what sort of uh, archetype or thing was going on there that um, is, I'm trying to remember what was the, what the main things that were in it. It was this Artemis all-seeing that mm-hmm. was in it, wasn't it? The yep. the six mana, four, five, flying, it's blue, three and three blues. There was a, another blue two. thing. Yeah, it was like the a- steal a best thing guy. Oh, yeah, Agent, yeah. Of Treachery Agent of Treachery for seven so mana. The, the things that made that deck really good were uh, in, in Sealed, the games aren't being defined by someone curving out and then going removal, removal, removal. It, the games go quite long and quite grindy and you all get the chance to play all the bombs and stuff in your deck and you had yeah. both the ways to protect yourself to get to that end game and things to do in the mid game that are all pretty threatening and then a bunch of game-ending bombs that you could cast earlier. So you, you had uh, ramp spells, um, yeah, Atemsis, the um, the Sphinx thing. Yeah. If it gets pacifism, you can still draw a bunch of cards with it. If it's yeah. not getting pacifism, you just hit him for five flying every turn. And then the Agent of Treachery is just like, you. you it comes down and steals their game-ending bomb. So they go Cavalier and you go, yeah, I'll just have that permanently. Okay. And sometimes it's a liability to be playing seven drops in your deck, but, like, you had so many ways to make sure you got up to there. And also the games just stall out and the board just gets I crazy. Found that, I thing. found that overall is that you've got infinite amount of time so to do whatever you want. do whatever. So I can't remember all the other stuff. Which but I, I think, remember. yeah, I can't remember it either because I was just, I didn't really know what I was but doing. But it just had about way. everything that I'd want from a sealed deck, whether it was, like, two, three, four <laughs> yeah. drops that, that are, like, just good. Well, I looked at the pool and I took, a, I took a post of it and I said, is this actually the first sealed pool which is absolutely unplayable? <laughs> when the next one I opened, I figured that there was a, there was a killer deck in there, mm. but there was also a, there was a killer, what was it, red, blue? I played three color, red, blue. Green, yeah. Green, Ele- yeah. yeah. Um, and there was a good black-white deck in there. As well. Yeah, <laughs> and crazy. I built multiple decks with with pools and it's just that the card quality is really high so that's why i think sealed has been really great for me do you feel a little bit sad do you know when you when you finish with a good deck and it's like yeah. i can never play that deck again and i, I drafted a, a really sick rug elementals deck uh and it was yeah had omnath had all the good stuff mm. and just caught the wrong side of variants and went three wins two losses with it and i was just sad i never got to yeah reach its full its potential there's that of. as well isn't it yeah um and i've and I, <laughs> Yeah, I, like I said earlier, I've been on the poor side of variance, mulliganing a lot, getting unlucky, getting um, bad bad draws, and, and this kind of thing. And, and I'm and I'm trying to be positive and learn from it. This kind of thing, I'm learning that yeah. white's, white's not great. I've not done any better than three wins in a potential five win draft queues, and I've drafted like eight times, and I'm just like. Yeah, just eating it. It's been real the, rough. Uh, the really funny thing is, I've done exactly one draft, and I'm currently four zero. Yeah, so he's already beaten my best score <laughs> with an unfinished dr- draft uh, that he's got on there. Is there any um, dark horses that have popped out of the set which you've, uh, you know, probably oh, when you're assessing the set? So good. Yeah, I, oh. my. Oh really? I wrote an article for good games oh, yeah, yeah. so you can go and find my article it's called m20 cards overrated underrated no oh. um one of my Take us through it. one of my biggest portions was um underrated sideboard 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 so because the power level of the set is so high 
when I'm sideboarding, I want to bring four or five cards in mm. because because you the, the games go quite long. You see about half, if not more, yeah. of their deck, and then if you start bringing in stuff like the protection creatures cycle, um, uh, the uh, interesting things like Heart Piercer Bow. And so these protection cards do have a place in sideboarding. Yeah, so... Yeah. Honestly, I think they have a place in the main deck. Yeah, I, I, I think potentially really? as well. So uh, let's just say Apostle of Cleanse... Purifying, purifying Light. Um, I, I was just playing a black, uh, white deck. All my removal was black. A majority of my creatures were black. I was playing white for a couple of flyers and stuff. They played this card on turn two. I can't attack with any of my two toughness black creatures anymore. If I attack with a four-power black creature, they can just block it and absorb it. Mm. All of my removal spells can't kill it. So this is working on an axis where more than half of my deck can't even interact with this card. So how to get around it is you fly around it or you kill it with off-color things. Um, But it really just shut down my whole offense. I can't play Audacious Thief and play this because they just absorb it and eat it and I'd get nothing for the deal. And then that's when the Soul Salvage thing happened. I was like... They kill my flyers. I'll get them back with Soul Salvage. They've just got four mana open. They can just get it back. <laughs> yeah, so it just it, it hoses your deck in all these kind of horrible ways. And um, The only one I wouldn't play in main decks is probably the red one. Uh, the Unchained Berserker. No, but that's just a good aggressive card as well. Yeah, but right? you have to be quite aggressive. Aggra- to quite take. aggressive. Is, I, I think so I don't play attacking as bl- a 3-1. Yeah, yeah, and uh, combos really well with Goblin Smuggler. Yeah, true. So you tap your Goblin Smuggler, which says a creature with power two or less can't be blocked this turn. Ah. And then you attack with the Berserker, and it's still unblockable. <laughs> combo one cheeky. Combo. Um, yeah, I I'm not playing the black one main deck because the body's a bit anemic. You're never really gonna like get. Through. Yeah, yeah, but the effect is ridiculous. Yeah, it, like it gets the Elementals deck pretty good, but not really any of the other ones. What if they're just playing like red blue? They don't have any plus one plus one counters in there. And yeah, then but then you just got it out. Yeah, that's true. I, I think the, I'm really actively looking to sideboard. These yeah, cards yeah. In there. The, the thing is, like the it's upside hard to, of hard having to sideboard them in when you're playing best of ones. <laughs> yeah, that's for the, sure. The upside of having them is so big. Yeah, that I think the downside is so small, and particularly with like uh, the blight beetle, mm-hmm. everyone's playing green because everyone's on the elemental plan. Well, yeah. that's what I was thinking about the Apostle is like everyone's playing black because you see a couple of murders and you're like, oh, this is good. I'm going the murder out. I think regard, disregarding the shifting Ceratops, which is obviously just really great at rare, in terms of the uncommon ones, I think the white one is the best because it just hits the black deck on multiple axes. But then you also have to be playing white. And then you have to be playing white, yeah. <laughs> but the black white's all right though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the the, the, the only- blue one is probably the best. Uh, yeah. The blue one is the hardest to get around. Yeah, because the red decks are all... Well, and also just, like, flying. Mm-hmm. Like, it has flying, yeah. which just means... Like Aaron said, against the white one, he was just like, I'll play mm. flyers and attack over. Mm. With the blue one, you just can't do that because it has pro-red. Pro so even though there are some red creatures, some red dragons... No, not doing anything. Yeah. What uh, about these? What about this? These like uh, color specific removal type. Y- yeah. Deals uh, the devout uh, decree, aether gust, noxious grasp, fry, and veil of summer. They're all really powerful. The white and black and red ones are the like just great removal. Mm. Um, the blue and green ones are far more situational, and you usually know when you want them. The green one, I really only want to board in against like multiple. 
removal or counter spells. I mean, in our sealed, one of the did we lose one game or two games? Two what, games. Yeah. Two games. One of the games that we lost, the guy started the game and played the red ley line, ley line of combustion, and then he played Fry during the game. And I thought, he's main deck both of those. We should destroy this game, yeah. and we lost. To, like... to be fair, in Two-Headed Giant, I think the odds of you missing with yeah. the hate cycle yeah, is so zero. I, th- I think like his deck was maybe just... Full of the, the red. I think that's what it comes down cards. to. Yeah, I yeah. think a two headed giant, there's more chance of you the getting red hit. one. Should never even touch the the red um, <laughs> yeah. ley line. Ley line should never even touch the main deck. But I in two headed giant with Josh, I played every single copy of the hate cycle that and I the could protection cycle as well. Uh, I don't think I had any of the protection cycle, mm. but I probably would have. Um, the, the, this the cards like that are. <laughs> My opponent, very, very, very happy against my white base deck, played the protection from white guy on turn two, and I suddenly I can't attack with all my stuff. And on turn three, out of the sideboard, I played Heart Piercer Bow because he was like red blue flyers. And it just pings all his little flyers and stuff, and you get one damage on every attack that you get in. It's reasonably cheap to move yeah. the Heart Piercer Bow around. And like, I really dig that as a sideboard option. When you know that you're just going to be pecked away by these little protection creatures, by um, pinging uh, cl- pinging stuff's just fun. Can see, yeah, it's just great. <laughs> so, fun. Uh, have you played with any of the Hydras? Uh, yeah, Gargos is uh, so my favorite deck. I think maybe that I've played in the format. Oh, I fucking hate this card. Seven and <laughs> I went seven and one with a Gargos deck. Yeah, uh, because why it had, does it exist? Because it has. I had two rabid bites in it. Oh really? Yeah. So, Jesus, so you get kill, double, eat everything. Yeah. So you get a punch from the rabbit bite, <laughs> and you get to fight their best thing. Ah, oh, yeah. Uh, and I also was trying out Season of Growth, which has actually been pretty impressive for me. The enchantment that says, whenever you play a creature, you scry one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I it. I was worried that it doesn't do enough to the board, but like the game stall out for so long that you, you end play up just auras or any kind of crap and. and, and Add it to like pump your own guy, and Gargos gets pissed off and goes and eats one of their. Yeah, guys. And eats one of their things. Yeah. <laughs> Why is Gargos not a mythic? I don't know. It's really Cause, like because his logo is gold. It's gold in it. But, oh, yeah. but the thing yeah. is, right? Like, right on. I'm not a fan of the triple color cycle at all. Because oh. honestly, they're all game breaking bombs. But the black and the red one, which are probably the two most powerful, mm-hmm. cost seven and eight. Yeah. Uh, the white one is just—it's a weird. So you can, you can definitely cut, do the alt, alternate yeah. cost as well and, on and turn five. The, the blue one's yeah. just a generic, funny, yeah, in, blue in, intro, intro pack rare yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, but the green one is just legit ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's so many ways for you to play it on turn five. Gift, yeah. Gift of Paradise, uh, the the seer, the the green, can, the elemental that taps for a green mana. Um, there's just so many different ways to play and it. Uh, how does it is so miserable. Yeah. But how does this Dracoseth more of Flames not reach that same thing? Because that's pretty oh, bonkers as well. I fucking hate it. I, 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 yeah, so my, my <laughs> least, it's my least favourite card to play against in the whole format. Have, did you, did you see board it played in the Giant? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Just like, what is it? Why does it do so much damage? It's so on flavour, though, isn't it? It's just so a dragon going... <laughs> just destroy everything. Truly, yeah. It, it's like, it's quite... Uh, so, when I say the word awesome, I mean you're in awe of 
Yeah. When it yeah. comes down, you're like, oh my god! Like, but this is so flavorful style. Like, it's this like, is going to destroy yeah. me. Uh, so I, I, I appreciate the flavor. Yeah, in, I like two, the flavor. in two headed giant, it hits but, for fourteen. What? Four it damage attacks. To- four damage to you. Three damage to you. It deals four damage to any target and three damage to up to oh, two oh, other targets. Oh, right. oh, Jesus. So, so, so in two-headed giant, so you, you just attack. target one head with the four, another head with the three, and their best creature with the other three yeah. or whatever. Flavor text wow, is gross. spread out, you idiots. Spread out. <laughs> spread out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good flavor um, text. I don't mind playing against the Cavaliers as much as I um, mind playing against the... Yeah, uh, Gargos and Draxeth seems like horrible news versus... If someone plays the Red Cavalier, I'm like, meh. Oh, that's a bit annoying, yeah. Yeah, cool. They discard yeah, some cards, mean. got some value. So, like, they could have switched the rarities of these and it would have... Yeah, I played, the, the only, the... I played Cavalier of Gales once and the very next turn he plummeted it. <laughs> <laughs> that's rough. The, the thing about the Cavaliers <laughs> is their abilities... All have massive upside, yeah, but they have deck construction cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which you can't is... play them on turn five. Yeah. Oh no, not that. Yeah, I mean, really. like the Red Cavalier's ability doesn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh no, no. Like um, the the plus one plus one haste thing. Yeah, just yeah. Pumping but your I mean, the, the other bit. Oh, the other the, bit's pretty meh. Yeah. Because it's like you may draw and discard. Yeah, whatever. I and then when nuts. it dies, you deal damage equal to lands in your graveyard. In limited, what is that? One? It's, it's two. I had an evolving wild and I discarded a mm. land the first <laughs> My Cavalry of Gales story ended with... Because um, when it comes in, you draw three. You pick one, keep hold of it, put the other two on top of your deck. Mm-hmm. It's called brainstorming, other, David. Get it right. The other two weren't very good. They were just two lands or something. So when he plummeted my cavalier, you got to scram uh, away. <laughs> no, 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 no shuffle, I shuffled. Shuffle. I shuffled. Oh uh, no, no! So I shuffled Cavalier of Gales in, so the deck gets shuffled anyway. Oh, sick! And then I get described. And then you got described. <laughs> so um, it was great, David. That Dumb right there. Yeah. That moment. That's what playing Legacy feels like. <laughs> yeah, that's well, what you do in Legacy every turn. Because uh. you brainstorm and then you crack a fetch land. Yeah, and then you just, yeah, it, it, it's like when, you, when you're thinking about like when to pop your fetch land in Legacy and whether you brainstorm, it's just like you're playing this weird game that's not magic. It feels yeah, like yeah. you're playing a deck building game. It feels at like. least it's not sensitive to running top. Um, um, what other flavor or of flavors of M twenty can we can we reflect on so far? We were talking a lot about rotting Regisaur. Chandra is really good. All, all of them, them. Oh. all of them are great. I haven't found as much for use for. Is it the rare one? The rare one. The I rare think one. Is the worst. Yeah. yeah. It's the best and constructed. Oh, is it really the um, best and constructed? Oh, because it makes yeah. two elementals. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You just play Resident oh, if you play yeah. it, use it, or you trigger it twice. Oh, I've, that, that's I've done. I've done that over and over and over in the same game. It's that's. It's did, oh, you did it in limited. Yeah, in sealed. Oh. You had over the and rare over. One in yeah, that oh was part of that. God. That was part of that mythic. I had that was, that was one of the ones that I had along with the mythics. Oh, so I had Jesus Chandra, Christ. I had Acolyte of Flame, I had Awakened um, Inferno as well, Cavalier of Gales, Chandra Awakened Inferno, I had Omnath, <laughs> and I had <laughs> and I had Temple of Malady, and two Risen Reef, which two is Risen Reef, the best uncommon the, in the set. This it was is how you go nine zero at a cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, Jesus. Uh, the it's other the thing, you dream of opening at a GP, and you're like, yeah. there is no way outside of. 
like I said, I just sat back and just like, I'll just wait for these wins to come mm. streaming in after a few games, obviously. I was One of the wins I was most proud of, sorry, brag here, um, I was in you know, GP Auckland or something and I was 6-0 or something at the time and I played against a guy and he's like, hey man, really nice to meet you, this is my first GP. I was like, what the hell is in this guy's deck? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so far and he's too friendly and nice. He ended up having just like five on color rares. Sarkan, yeah. The, yeah. the really good Sarkan, like four just really good game ending bombs. And I had to try him a darndest to beat him. And I, and I beat him when I was really, really proud. But he was just so friendly after I beat him. I was like, I don't even know how I got him. And I was like, because your deck is fucking nuts. I've never seen a deck like <laughs> that. That Chandra Awakened Inferno. I think we have a disagreement on this one. But I was. I, th- I was feeling like that one, that card is just ridiculous. I imagine it's going to be ridiculous in draft. But it just seemed like I would play it, the, the, my opponent would read the card, and about 20 to seconds after I'd played it, they would just quit. Said, yeah. The first two games, that ha- same thing happened. I thought, no matter what I do, if I've got that in my opening hand, I've just got to just wait until yeah. I can play it, it's, and they'll quit. It's like God Eternal Bomb good whereas yeah, most of the other mythic good. planeswalkers <laughs> I've got, oh, yeah like, this one i got a problem with Soren. i don't think Soren there's not enough support for him no my Soren is a terror in constructed yeah in constructed it's different though is it because you've got the, the synergistic vampire yeah, yeah. cards all the vampire cards in this set just seem to be just have vampire written on them and that's about yeah, yeah. three two with their abilities oh and it's a vampire, yeah, it's a vampire. isn't yeah. a one black black two three with flying that's that, one's, that one's great. And, yeah. and that one is ridiculous. Yeah. But I think it's possible that the that one card mana. by itself is better than Sauron in, in the set. Oh, well, what's that maybe? One? I, like the, I like the one mana Death Touch Life Oh, that, that one's really good as well. My, what was my, the, uh, the one mana Death Touch Life Leaker is good. Who knew? <laughs> my current draft deck has the blue Planeswalker and the green Planeswalker in it. It's got Vivian and Mu Yanling. Oh, okay, how's that going? That's house. Uh, Vivian is quite good, but I, in so many situations I've come down, I've been like, oh, I want to kill your guy. And she just dies on the backswing because she goes down yeah. to one. Yeah. And it's hard to cast her in terms of I don't know why she green. costs triple why green. Why does she cost triple green? If she costs double green, she'd be like, okay. Um, See, with, with Chandra, it can't be counted, and you just go plus two. It's already on six, yeah. so it's it eight. eight. It's so what kind of damage if you've yeah. got any kind of board just to throw in front of it? Mm. And even if you just sat there, if you just sat there and start going emblem, 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 until they get rid of it, if they can, which I it's, don't think they yeah. can. And then they're just going, oh, take two, oh, take three. Oh, and, take then, and then you just go neg three and kill every, well, everything X3 and below mm. that's not an eternal, yeah. uh, elemental, it's... It's absurd. Feels dirty. I, dumb, dumb, dumb card. I made a mistake with Chandra that was one of those mistakes that makes you want to scoop it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was playing Constructed, and I was playing against Nexus of Fate. Sure. And I had my opponent on seven. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have this Chandra in hand, and I have these two burn spells. So I can try and get them down to one, because I had two lightning strikes. Sure. Or I can play Chandra. And I put them down to one because I was like, if I get to untap, they're just dead. Because I was like, Chandra will only deal them one damage if they take infinite turns next turn. Mm-hmm. What does Chandra's tick up do? Well, yeah, it's the, if they take infinite turns, they take one every turn. Yep. 
for the rest of time. That's what I yeah. missed. Oh, so, dear. so I'm sitting <laughs> here with a Chandra yeah. in hand. Infinite turns always watching have them, Watching <laughs> them take like 20 turns to kill me. And I'm like, <laughs> I have made errors. As opposed to if you played Chandra first, they scoop on the spot. Because yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, I can't take seven turns now because I'll just yeah, eat, yeah. eat one. Has anyone seen Johnny Played Johnny Strength of Pride yet? Uh, oh, God. Played, played it against so it. Um, mm. the, the play pattern with it is you go uh, tick down, make a pride mate, tick down, make a pride mate. Plus one gain of life. Your pride mates are just big, biggest oh, things yeah. on the board. Um, in in construction, you play. Do you support it with lots of uh, life gain creatures? Uh, the, you can, like, you can just get in with the random one three lifeling, yeah, just to the bishop or whatever things. it is. But the, it's not necessary. Just the fact that it spits out big yeah. dudes is really good. In constructed, I had someone go turn one, Lanarelf, turn two, lifelinker, turn three, play one, ticket down, attack. Get a three three, turn four, tick it down again. Play a second one, tick it down. Attack with the life linker, and it was just yeah. oh, it's just like five five four four three three. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I was just yeah, very dead. very cool. Yeah, it's a cool card. I love cards that make other the, cards that exist. Yeah, a Johnny Pride mate token though is one of the most wretched tokens i've seen in a long time that really yeah, upset that's a hot me that did. i the, quite like it the cloud background yeah, yeah why why sky. is it flo- floating in the clouds is number one question oh dear before why was it colored in by a kindergarten student um, um yeah I, I, broadly broadly the set ley lines um, eh, fellas ley lines, oh, ley lines. <laughs> Um, that was the my first because we were fresh off the um, the pre-release and, and a kid was really trying to convince us that the two, oh, yeah. the two ley lines in his deck were good and uh, uh, he wasn't taking your advice because he told him earlier on in the day that ley line is bad take it out of your deck and then we played him that night and he had a different ley line and a different seal deck <laughs> and he's still convinced he had two actually he had two he did there. yeah and then so my first the first paragraph of my article was just saying like don't try, fucking play trying to lines. comprehensively be like don't play ley lines in limited here is the, all the reasons why bloodthirsty aerialist is my um art is that the one you were talking about before yeah yeah, yeah that is my number one art fail i, I want to get to the bottom of this as to it's got to be intentional but the picture is upside down because mm-hmm. it's a bat yeah she's a bat lady yeah but the picture is upside down uh, yeah I, I think that it's they were going for something the artist was going, oh, I'm going to make it a bit jarring. And, like, the first time you look at it, you're like, what's going on here? Why is her hands Why are all sleeves in the air? going up? And then you go, oh, it's meant to be upside down because she's hanging upside down because she's like a bat because she's yeah. a vampire. And it just adds up to a hole that's just like, you nobody looks put at it, it the other way yeah, around. Nobody looks at it that hard. Yeah. Um, Brine Born Cutthroat. Great card. Tearing up Constructed. Oh, might well. be the best card from this set in Constructed. Uh, so there is a blue-green flash deck oh, it's that, that plays no cards in its own turn. Yeah. It's so cool. So Brineborn Cutthroat, um, you play it on turn two, flash it in the end of their turn, uh, and then you just counter everything that they play for the rest of the game, and it's getting big while you do it. And then also Night Pack Ambusher which is a rare Ugh. wolf in this set, is so gross. Yeah. It's so, 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 had, so, so, so good. I had two of them in one of my sealed decks, and Ooh. it just felt oh. disgusting. That yeah. is rancid. 
They go, yeah, cool. I'll t- attack you, attack you for three. And Make you go, a four, ah! four. Flash it in. Eat your guy. Untap. Don't play anything. Make a four, <laughs> three, three. Yeah. They go, oh my god. I'm and, lost. and then, and, and then, then, then it's like, play something. You play their remove your removal spell during their turn. Untap. Attack for seven. Yeah, yeah. Make another three, three. Yeah. Oh <laughs> god. Um, this card reminds me of Mayor of Averbrook. Who oh. if, from OG Innistrad? Yeah, um, and if you didn't play a spell, you'd he'd flip, and then he makes like a two-two every turn. Uh, but this is just like it can eat one of their creatures when they attack with it. Doesn't as well. mean Hunt Master of the Films? Uh, no, Mayor of Averbrook, the, the two-drop, and then he flips into a three-three that makes a two-two at the end of turn. The one that gets I don't the human remember deck that. And his front side gives you humans plus one plus one. I don't remember that. All right, oh, funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was played Nightpack Ambusher. Very excited about playing that one. Uh, Actually, now I'm thinking about it, my draft deck I have currently is absolutely absurd because I have Blue Planeswalker, Green Planeswalker, Risen Reef, and Nightpack Ambusher <laughs> in it. And I hope I don't go 2-2 with it because I'm 2-0 or 1-0 with it. Do you know moment. what that's called? Jinxing it. That's called justice. <laughs> ah. ah. Your best of three. Oh, yeah, best of three. When does best of one draft start? Sometime this week. It's yeah, got to be, so right? In the, over the next few days. I've been telling myself all week, it's tomorrow. And I've come and looked. It's not. not it was, it's tomorrow. It's when the countdown starts on Arena. When the, when it's like 36 hours left of yeah. the spark draft. And you're like, Ugh. And this time, they're just going to leave Arena draft, uh, was it, ranked. So when it's always going to be the current, the current set. set. So when Core 2020 ranked draft comes in, it will not ro- Rotate out until the next second. Yay! We Yay. can just do that all the time. Finally, oh. reason. I don't like that. No, no, just... there'll be a second one rotating as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that a lot. So you can choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. And cool. I'm sealed will disappear. To us. And what? Sealed will disappear. <clears throat> does it always disappear? Yeah. Yeah, it oh, does. Okay. It's. Oh, maybe I'll play sealed a few more times before I do. Oh, we might sealed play draft the... on Friday, depending on how our video shoot mm-hmm. goes after our interview. After our interview. <laughs> the... Seven Hand interview. Sealed is. The technically best way to open packs? Uh, oh, oh, best of... No, not best of ones, though. Oh, no, the gem payout's really good, right? Well, it's just so... <laughs> it's strictly better than just spending gems on packs yep. at the beginning. So it's it's kind of their little way of rewarding people who pay. Uh, sure, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of buzz about Ember Hauler. He's an old card. Yep. Have you played him? Are you happy with him? Is hmm. he still... Paul and his weight. Haven't played him. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have just not picked one up when I've been playing red, but it's just quite good. It's yeah. good it's, and constructed. Um, Vile of, you know how we're saying Vile of Dragonfire is really good. This just does a similar thing, except it also just gets in for two every turn. And yeah. it costs less. And it costs less. Flame Sweep has been okay. Oh, Flame Sweep has been the cause of some ridiculous blowouts from my perspective and from my opponent's perspective, where you just go. One drop flyer, two drop flyer, three drop flyer. They're all quite small. Say fairy miscreant, the sprite, and then like a cloud concealer. There's a lot of small boards. A lot of tiny little things. And they just go, ah, flame sweep. But no, just keep my flyers. And you go, God, that was rough. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A bit like, uh, yeah, that's the the Chandra thing, isn't it? Everything gets, uh, loses. Swept away. Three damage exit for elementals. Mm. Nice. Um, Yeah, like... The, the, the set is much, much, already much more interesting than M19 ever was to me, which felt really shallow and not much interesting stuff going on. And it just turns out that putting the power level of the set up... I mean, I, I can't believe that a card like Audacious Thief is common. Yeah. 
like you had to work really hard to get your common creatures to draw your card and stuff, and this just does it with not all that much help. Um, you got pass- you can just throw him in there. Can't you? And you can just throw him in there, and then trade go, to get a card. Oh, if I trade, he's already got the card back. If do, I don't trade, he'll just get another one next turn. Do you know what my favorite removal spell for Audacious Thief is? Frostlings. No, the enchantment that's black. That when it dies, <laughs> you get it with a one-one counter. Oh God, you're uh, gross. Because then they never want to attack with it. Yeah. And at the point when they do, you're like, I'll block, you draw a card, I'll get a 3-3 version. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty situational. I've um, done it ferocious like three times. What, what, what's the deal with this guy? Why, why is that occurring? So, is this... He's so weird. What a weird little card. Yeah. Like it's a zero a card, one. It's, it's really good. I, yeah. I, it's, it's designed as a card that goes well in the token the... deck. Oh, oh. So there's like a token deck that's built around Ferocious Pup and the. Two. I thought it was like the, other you know, like the um, ambusher wolves get plus one plus one. I thought. I mean, that look, was, it works with it, that. It as works well. very well in that. Mm. Um, <laughs> I made the cheekiest attack this morning. Board super gummed up. I'm just attacking with my flyer, attacking with my flyer. I draw night pack ambusher, <laughs> and he's only got three threes on his board. And I suddenly just attack with my flyer at the two two wolf, like it's a mistake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he goes, ha, kill I'm, it with his 3 I'm 3. I'm with my dragon. This is a 3 3. I was like, Nightback Ambush, you weren't expecting that shit, were you? <laughs> like, it's such a weird, like, it's a rare, and I have to flash it in, and it only gives my wolf plus one, plus one. Oh, it's hilarious. I laugh my ass off. Um, <laughs> so it's a little bit there for wolf synergy, um, but it makes a token and it makes two bodies. So if you're green, white, go wide. It's yeah, for inspired it's like go wide matters kind of yeah. extra body. You also body. just get a chump blocker. Yeah, you also just get a chump blocker. You just get, it's a three mana 2-2 two, two with a chump blocker. I don't, look, you know I don't like dogs, <laughs> but he seems pretty cute. He's pretty cute. He's yeah. one of the, 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 you know, you think, I don't want to chump block that little little furry dude. Was it you that I was talking to on Seven Land Hand Extra where I was just like, yes. whenever I can attack with <laughs> a ferocious... Oh, sorry. sorry. Um, it, um, whenever I can attack with a ferocious pup, I let him attack as well because he's just so sweet. And just, he wants, <laughs> he wants, he wants to be involved. Attack. And if the attack is like free and they've got no blockers, I just go, come on, you uh, can get in there, little buddy. And, and then you the put the ambusher in there and he hits him for he one. Hits him for one. Yeah, <laughs> anyone expecting that shit, <laughs> you? Oh, Boreal Elemental, there's there's a card. How do you feel about that card? That seems God, like a... It's really good. I always oh, felt yeah. like it was really good, but no, I thought it was going to get a lot of... You're not interested. Uh, I have been on the championing with mm. my hands clasped to the left and right. Five mana, three, four flying. Some of the greatest stats in limited magic. Oh. You heard it here first. Historical. Because it comes Historical in a common, calls. and it's just a great way to kill your opponent. And this is just a really expensive to interact with i think that started when there was a there was a pack on pick one through uh good games cannington and, and you were like boreal elemental. just the blue no it was like it was the blue oh, cards it, it was, was cloud Kinsia, boreal elemental and then there was another one that was summon or something no no it was the um the sailor one the oh spectral sailor spectral sailor. Oh, that kind of so there was those three in there and i wasn't interested in anything yeah. else i was like um so yeah but happy. boreal elemental i'm so happy with that card at um at common yeah I'm still happy blade branding, but I've heard that that's not a good thing. Um, it was it was so good because there were a couple combos in Allegiance with Footlight Fiend. Yeah, and um, the ping, the uh, Death Touch ping. What was the other good one? Uh, Dagger Caster. 
Yeah. Where you do it in response yep. to the trigger and then it just goes, throws death touch knives at people. Uh, it's good in this set with sanitarium skeleton tokens and just, uh, like, it's really good with Audacious Thief because you yeah. draw the card off the blade brand, you draw the card off the thief, and it always kills the thing that they block with. Um, yeah. yeah, but but really, I think the thing we're going to remember the most from this set is the Elementals deck, which is just yes. built around Risen Reef and every random elemental from the history of magic they've put in this set. Frost Lynx is a freaking elemental. Yeah. Who knew? We never read that before. Yeah, Boreal uh, uh, <coughs> Elemental is an elemental. Elemental. Yeah. The, um, the two four that attacks and gets. Oh, that yeah, card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. What's that? The red one. Brawler. Yeah. Very good card. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's just heaps of heaps of good decks. There's lots of stuff I'm still excited to try. I think I'm going to hit 20, 30 drafts of this set before I get sick of it. For sure. And yeah. Platinum or Mythic, maybe? Yeah, I'll, tr- I'll try to get Platinum, 100%. I'm interested to see if we don't just get snowed under with Elementals and we're just like, oh, it's just a race to get Elementals or not. In the draft format over the yeah. next month or so, yeah. In the gold cards, what's anything that we uh, are I all like solid? That. Yeah, they're all solid, but I like that I don't feel compelled to take them because they're so much better than the commons. I like taking a single-coloured um, common card over. Unless it's Risen Reef. Unless it's Risen Reef. Which or is just Trailblazer. Awesome. Yeah, Trailblazer is really good as well. The two elementals. <laughs> Uh, but like Risen Cor- Reef's going to get first picked a lot, though, so mm-hmm. you're not seeing two. It's going to be very un. I've played against I'm a lot of people who have two, and I just feel so sick. I feel sick to my stomach. That was me and Seal. <laughs> you really shouldn't play Constructed. <laughs> yeah. 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 I saw Mishka's deck the other day the, with four Risen Reefs. and Was yeah. he playing the Omniscience one? Uh, I, I don't think that. so. There's no way he has an Omniscience. Oh, he doesn't have enough Mythic Wildcards? Yep. Mm. That man. Tut, tut, tut. Yep. All right, I don't know if we've I don't know if we've got the flavor of M twenty out. I, th- of course I, think I think we've covered a pretty shotgun, nice, like broad look at the cards we've liked and the, yeah. the things. Um, oh, the, the caveat I'll say is, um, I'm not saying caveat apparently. Yeah, um, yeah, caveat's a good word to say. Flyers, the flyers deck, um, the white base flyers deck. I've just been struggling to get wins with it. Like mm. I play. One drop fly, two drop fly, three drop fly, and I lose those games just because. Imperian Eagle seems like it would be a it, it would join Risen Reef as a as, as a, one that you would grab. Would you think yeah. no? Uh, but I've I've had it, Imperian Eagle with those really great curves, and it's just not fast enough. And then if they kill the Imperian Eagle, you're just hitting him with a one three vigilance flyer, um, or, or like a Metropolis Sprite, or the Loyal Pegasus. They're all just kind of these liability cards that don't look very good by themselves. Yeah, I've, Loyal Pegasus has been a bit of a liability yeah, at the I, moment. And, they, and um, not been able to get that across the line. And, and I've had these decks that just look insane. And even if they have multiple Cloudkin Seers or Griffins or Imperian Eagle or whatever, I just and multiple Inspired Charge. So all I need is one clear attack and you just kill them with an Inspired Charge. But every time it just gets blown out by something i don't mm. know if it's variants i still think the decks that i drafted were good but i've just been not able to get more than two three wins with them huh all right um uh, well let's blob and we'll be back with some flavor text and we'll start uh just we'll see who's going to win the the quizzes for Ooh. tonight flavor text flavor text flavor text flavor text We've got to get one of those ASMR microphones, mm. the really high-def ones, and then we just whisper. What we need to do is like eight eight D audio. 8D audio, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
so that really you can hear it like in the in the fibers of your soul. Uh, it's flavor text. Aaron's on a twosie, Kian's on a zerosie, <laughs> and I'm gonna uh, close this Joe's page. left a long time ago. And don't, don't close anything. Let's, don't touch. Don't, can't we? What if we read the flavor text? Oh, that's yeah, I'm, I'm trying one. not to cheat. Uh, I mean, if you want I me thought, to I cheat, that's fine. Close this. But no, no, we should leave that one open. Right, okay. Uh, sorry, stream stream arguments. Stream arguments. Talking about handling the stream. Stream arguments. Stream arguments. Um, okay, flavor text uh, number one. With each night that rode that rode out from the bone white keep, the queen's soldiers felt their courage failing. I'll only say the next bit once. That was by Crinia, Siege of the Bone Spire. I'm going to say a quick anecdote here. Yeah. Really trying to be more focused on the things that I'm doing in my life. Oh, really? And so when my opponent's taking more than five seconds to make a decision on Arena, I now I'm really trying not to look at my phone or like go on yeah. the internet and do this thing that's and be the, present. Yeah, that's the core of it. Don't look at the phone. Yeah, don't look at the phone because it's just making me so yeah. just scattered. Anyway, I right-click on the cards that I've played and read their flavor text. And now I'm going to crush this flavor text round. You oh! sucker, that's what you get for me leveling up and not looking at my phone as much. Anyway, See, no. I just watch Big Bang Theory because it's now on Netflix and I can watch that without thinking. I feel like I just place like 10% worse when I'm watching something. But I don't watch it. Because yeah, you're just kind of absorbing it's it. Like it's like a there. podcast. Like, yes. I, I have <laughs> legitimately listened to Big Bang Theory and I still find it just as enjoyable. There you go. I don't think I've ever seen a full episode or an episode. I'm a basic a bit bitch of an episode. when it comes to comedy. Is is Big Bang Theory comedy? Burn. <laughs> Big Burn Theory. <laughs> I did say I was a basic bitch. Uh, basic bitch theory. Flavor text. Question two. I strike in the same place as many times as necessary. Even I know this one. <laughs> I tried. I tried to make them easy or oh, figure outable. Are they all night? I wish I were dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It's what? fine. Question no, no, three. I, I <laughs> this could be advanced gamesmanship. Oh god! <laughs> no, I'm just an idiot. Question three. All the birds of the skies are the spirit's brood gathered for safety under its wings. That was flavor text. Question number three. Don't need to repeat any of those. You, 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 you happy with that? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, Keen's good. He's got no, a grin on his yeah, face. I Thanks. Think, I, think Come I, back. I think I got the second one wrong. Aaron and Well, Kian. we guessed the same thing. Aaron two. Oh, I guess I'm going to then. Zero. <laughs> All right. Ayo. <laughs> Tony Ma. With each knight that rode out from the Bone White Keep, the Queen's soldiers felt their courage failing. Um, is answer to, I think, uh, we should go with Aaron first. Corpse Knight. Black White Uncommon. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll give it to you. That's fine. It is black, white, uncommon. Nah, yeah, <laughs> Corpse Knight. Are you dead, giving that no. to him? Yeah, I think he's fine. He right. knows the picture in his head. He knows what it does. He can't win now anyway. Yeah. It's a 2-3, right? It's yeah. a 2 <laughs> yeah. Got him! Uh, that was it a is. Fuck I, up. Yeah. 
Okay, Matt almost read the card's name there. Uh, Kian, I strike in the same place as many times as necessary. Fencing ace. I also wrote fencing ace. <laughs> and you, you said, are the all night uh, after this one, a lightning stormkin, I strike. Oh, for <laughs> God's sake. I, I, I couldn't think of another thing apart from a guy stabbing yeah. stuff, but he's made of lightning. And I read that thing the other day. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and then the final one uh, for you, Aaron. All the birds of the skies are the spirit's brood gathered for safety under its wings. I've written blue, white, flyer, bird. <laughs> No, I wrote Imperian Eagle because I know the names of cards. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote Blue White Flyer Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Lord. It's actually colourless white blue. Oh, yeah. There you uh, go. Bird spirit. Praise be. Imperian so it Eagle. wasn't Fencing Ace? It, no, it wasn't. It no, was, no, it was oh. Lightning Stormkin. Lightning Stormkin. So the neither of you gone for that. Strike. Who got Imperium, Storm, uh, Imperium Eagle on the last we one? We both did. You both yeah, did? Yeah. All right, so it's 4-2. Two. 4-2. Four two. All right. Um, do, doing one of them waving things that claps. The fencing aces do. Oh, those clacker things. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, well, let's, that's flavor text. Do we have hot garbage? Yeah, I got a bit of hot garbage for oh, you. Oh, really? Should we, can we go or can we do straight into it? Yeah, just go straight. Just go straight. Hot, hot garbage. garbage. That's how that's done, listener. Uh, Kian, hot garbage for M20. Wizards printing department printed a two two as a two three and that's, that's not ri- hot garbage. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is the most colossal fuck up I've seen Wizards printing make in my magic career. How dare you? It worked. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a uh, Aaron Graham, uh, what do you got for hot garbage? I'm deeply and truly sick of losing to people playing ley lines. <laughs> Oh, have you lost? <laughs> oh, we did, yeah. I was about to say, we have never, I've never, lo- but I lost we with you. We had a giant, yeah, so, and then I lost to one online. Oh, yeah. uh, just, uh, it's always the way, though. You're always going to lose to a crap card. Yeah, it's going to have like, its day, isn't it? It was the blue flash one. I was just like, nah, I just got to keep making attacks, and then I just lost a bunch of creatures. It was really yeah. Lame. Oh, that was hot Don't garbage. Deck, also, when it beats oh. me, just. Leave me alone. Aaron's still hurting. He's going to keep complaining right through this blob. Forever. Anyway, I'm really sad about the late ones. I need some twos. Oh, I did have some news. The uh, uh, Netflix have said that they've got a little bit more information about the uh, animated series. Yeah. Do, do you know what it is already? This no. is news to me. Ken alluded to it earlier, but I don't actually know. No, this know is, what it is news to me. Oh, oh is it? Here we go. Yeah. I haven't read the article, really. Um, the the Law of Wizards of the Coast popular trading card game, Magic the Gathering, is getting an animated uh, adaptation, which we've covered before. Mm-hmm. Uh, directors of Avengers Endgame, Joe and Anthony Russo, and fans can't wait to find out what the upcoming show is going to be like. I don't know why they are worried what the show is going to be like. I think I they're in charge. what it's going to be like. You? You're, in, you're in charge, brothers. Oh, okay. I wonder what it's going to be like. All right. The new animated series has been produced by the animation network and studio Octopi with writers Henry Gilroy, who did uh, Star Wars Clone Wars. and Oh, that's good. And Jose Molina, who did The Tick. 
Now Isaac Kraus, the show's executive producer and the CEO of Octopi, recently talked about their approach to adapting the beloved fantasy franchise during an interview with Comic Drake at RTX 2019. Although Kraus hasn't revealed any story details about the show, he shared some interesting insights about the show's animation style and how they're approaching the lore of the game. When asked about the plot, uh, Kraus said that he's read a lot of MTG fiction, it's all shit. Oh, sorry. I was, <laughs> I was just dozing off. He said that the lore of the show, the tone of the show's story is dark and that the writers have developed a character-based story for the series. Oh, so actual writers have... Imagine if, guys, if, imagine if it's good. <laughs> we always imagine it being good. Imagine if it's good. <laughs> I can't remember I, how surprised I, I can't deal with if it's good. I, <laughs> if it's bad, we know how to deal with that. But we'll watch it and meme the but, shit but out but of if it. No, because good, we'll be I'll punished be like, mercilessly by everyone who's heard us say we play magic and hasn't really paid any oh. attention. Then they'll see this and go, Aaron, isn't this what you do? Oh, no. <laughs> So, There's more. Kraus also talked about how the studio is leveraging 3D animation in a unique way for the show. Oh, no, it's not going to be those cutouts that they've been using for years. Is it? Uh, but, um, for the show, but noted that it's not going to be cel-shaded nor like a Pixar kind of plastic looking. Okay. At the eight-minute mm, mark, that's what I was worried about. <laughs> at the eight-minute mark, Kraus also noted that there's a possibility the Wizards of the Coast will potentially use artwork from the show in their products. That'd but, be dope. No, that's but cool. nothing official has been announced yet. Like uh, in a similar way to um, the Japanese walkers having alternate art in Japanese packs, they could do something like promo cards with artwork from the show on them and stuff. Uh, when talking about the action scenes, scenes Kraus reveal that they want to make sure the series has meaningful action payoffs with well-developed characters and story. Yeah. That's if that. If it's bad. Yeah. When? All I request, when it's bad, all yeah. I request is that they do Yu-Gi-Oh! style yelling the spell <laughs> that they're about to do. Ah! <laughs> I summon a mountain! <laughs> the power of the mountain! I cast a lightning ball! On your birds of paradise! Chandra's just going to be like, I cast Chandra's outrage! <laughs> yeah, just, stop speaking about yourself in the third person. Chandra's spitfire! But I'm outraged! Ashes I... Pikachu! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, All of that. So I have two questions. So one, was the book by Brandon Sanderson good or bad? It was a novella and it was apparently all right. Okay. But it, it, because he just said, I want to write a thing about magic. Can I just make up a character? And they're like, yeah, sure. That's who um, uh, Davriel is. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. From um, Spark, yeah. The second thing is I've been recently watching uh, some like anime. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you that may. I've been really enjoying about 3D animated fight scenes in anime is a couple of them put 2D explosions in. <laughs> oh, no. I was about but, to say, is it the noises that they make? No, but it's done. Have you seen the explosions it's on done really our videos? artistically and it looks great. Interesting. You have to link me because I can't really visualize no. it. And you should see the explosions in our videos. Check out youtube.com forward slash seven line hand for explosions. The view's still climbing in our latest video. Magic players, you've met at every draft event. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a part three of a three-part series so far. We hmm. could call it a trilogy, but we're going to make more. <laughs> Quadrilogy. <laughs> I have. Quintilogy. If, if you're a new player, you'll love the tutorials. If you're a seasoned pro, you'll enjoy the skits. 
And if you're a player who is coming back to the game after being yeah. away for a while, I, I, the best feedback I've gotten has been like, I was... <laughs> <laughs> that Parks and Rec quote where he's like, um, I don't know who Al Gore is and now it's been too long, I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> it's the, I, oh, yeah. I, I got some feedback from someone who will rename, remain nameless. He said, it was Kim. I was too afraid to ask what modern was. And when that video came out, I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. <this now." laughs> That's good. We want to hit that kind of thing, isn't it? It's just like, oh, and yeah, we'll have, we've got a few, we've got a few uh, episode ideas that should address some of that sort mm-hmm. of stuff as well. Um, oh yeah. I, I was going to give away the, a spoiler of one. But that's no, no, that's no spoilers. Yeah. yeah. No spoilers. Just still just tease it. It's, it's all coming. Uh, we'll be back over the next month with some quick fire, seven land hand extras. We might talk about things like that animation oh, no. show. This, this weekend, Mark Rosewater, San Diego Comic-Con panel, announcing oh. first spoilers and the name of the next set. Oh, we will be September. back. I want, and that was like Saturday, Sunday, probably Saturday, for us. Saturday, midday, American time. So All right, so we'll probably, we, might have, we might have an, uh, an extra out over the weekend sometime mm-hmm. talking about the Viking set. Yep, I said it. The Viking set. Kaldheim. Yes. Return to Theros. No, they said it's a new plane. And they've wanted to do it for many years. Snow. Oh. Vikings. Elementals. Axes. I give good odds <clears> to... <throat> I give good odds to North. Norse mythology? It's well, a deep, deep, you, nice, wide... But it's also where you can stick temples. Because oh, yeah, yeah. temples kind of have to they've be got, there. They've got a big god mythology and stuff. Yeah. The other five rock, temples Rock in there. type artifacts. Oh yeah. my god, what colour is Thor going to be? Oh. Why? Well, I guess they'll be green and be like oh, Thor's hammer. I mean, yeah. I'm so well, they already like kind of did. Garrick, dude, oh yeah, uh, I guess so. Yeah. Red, red, white. It'd be, like, it'd be sort of oh, it'd be like I'm Gideon so too. <laughs> but they did. They already did the red white temple, so it would have to be the gods that are allied coloured. So white blue. He wouldn't be white, but maybe, no, he wouldn't be white blue blue red black. green. Red gr- Thor, red green. Well, he's very smashy. He wouldn't be called Thor though. He'd be called. Why not? Thur. Yeah. Like Thursday. They can't oh, call okay. him Thor because it's like the, like the a- Avengers Thor. character. Maybe. You never it's know. Like, it's like it's too much mm. like that. Sort of, even though but in, in the same way that like if the, when they did Greek gods, they didn't just call him Zeus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Um, yeah. So we'll be back doing the seven-landed extras on the fly. And in a month's time, we'll be back with uh, one of these long-form seven-land hands. And I, what's happening in a month? August. Oh, Commander 2019. Commander 2019. All right. Well, we always have stuff to talk about. I mean, like seriously, we'll just yeah, we'll do, we'll do, um, we'll do Corset 2020 properly. Mm. <laughs> we'll talk about constructed a lot more, I guess. Yeah, what looks... we've been playing once we're over the limited and stuff. Yeah, probably mono red. <laughs> the, the new Steam runaway Steam is quite good. Even yeah. with Leyline of Sanctity around. Yeah, Leyline of Sanctity is not that good against them. My mono red got bitten by Nicol Bolas yesterday. I'm sad. I got him down to one, and then they ate my last land. And, and they had a Narset out, and I tried to play one of the, um, you know, get a whole bunch of cards, oh. and I played it, and nothing happened. And I could have used, uh, I could have played a, um, a Pyromancer, Vishen, a Pyromancer, and if I played that, they would have been down to negative one when I got him down to one, and they would have been dead. Oh, sad. So sad. So sad I, played a, I played a card for nothing, and... Um, lost the game. My current deck is called Blue Green Manipulation and you just ramp until you play um, 
uh, mass manipulation and we steal all of their creatures and planeswalkers. That's old news. Yeah, it's very sad. It's mm. been replaced by the new Risen Reef deck. Let's go eat lots of chocolates, guys. Because that's what we do after the show. We've got, we've been lavished with chocolates. Yeah, just given to us from our fans. Thank yes. you, fans. You enjoyed the, enjoyed mm. the videos and stuff. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.